All righty, everybody. We have a gift for each of you football fans. If you want to know about playoffs and scenarios, we have a gift for you. Well, I should say Mike has a gift for you. We're not, I I don't want to take it away from him, but there is something that each of you will greatly appreciate. Your significant others may not because you will now, it will now consume your time. It will destroy your Uh, life. It has already consumed my time, but stay tuned for that. That's something exciting. So you're definitely not going to want to miss out on this episode. Also, freaking trivia. Dude, we're so good. (laughs) We are so good. I hate you guys. We're too good. You forget that we watch football as much as you do. Like, we're we're not these schlubs you, like, talk with, like, on a weekly basis. I guess we we do talk with you on a weekly basis. We are schlubs. (laughs) You are schlubs that I talk to you on a weekly basis. We're not schlubs who don't know football. Well, I I was pretty surprised today. Thefootballdatabase.com. Yeah. (laughs) I, I swear, I'm going to make you guys turn in your phones next time. Before Dude, we, we didn't look it started. up. What are you talking about? This is bull crap. Pencils down. <laughs> Mike's, gotta, Mike's wife has got to be sitting to the side, like, Googling crap. I don't know how he pulled that one out. It's garbage. Anyway. It's impressive. Yeah, it's a good episode, and Grant's 100% right. Check this website out. We're going to give you some links in a little bit. Lock in for the next two and a half hours. Let's go. Welcome to Sportsify for November 9th, 2023, with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. Welcome in, everybody, to this week's episode. We had a big NFL Sunday to dis- uh, that we're going to get to discuss. I am Matt Novak. Your host alongside me, as always, is Grant Hawker. How are we doing, folks? On the third mic is Jameson DeFore. Yo. And joining us a little bit later is our buddy Mike. Uh, we had a great weekend. I Wait, okay. I had a great weekend watching mm-hmm. NFL games. My team was on bye this week. Um, no investment, no emotional investment. I had no emotional investment, so I just got to watch the big games, which it was awesome. There were three big games that ended up being big games, and the NFL has kind of snuck in games that were good this year. Um, I felt like this was the first Sunday where we just had a whole bunch of really good football uh, on Sunday, and that was super enjoyable. Kicked off at 6.30 Pacific uh, with the KC-Miami game. I. Uh, KC getting the better of Miami. I it a really like tale of two halves. Uh, you know, Miami almost came back, tied that game. I uh, and uh, Tyreek, who had talked a whole bunch of crud leading into that one, had a flub of a game, and then also uh, gave the decisive touchdown away on his fumble. Um, and a nice little flip back there, by the way. Uh, the KC defense when. <laughs> Big guy picks it up and does the defensive guy thing. If you didn't see the replay and tosses it back, you know, and uh, to a corner and he takes off along the sideline. It was hilarious. Uh, classic defensive football. You had to think um, he like stole but, that from Kelsey because Kelsey does that all the time on offense. Right. Where he's like, oh, there's a guy behind that's me. I'm going to lateral to him. That's true. That lateral, though, was, it was it was well done, well timed. And uh, yeah, they but Casey getting that win was just the start of a big day. The Eagles-Cowboys game was electric in the first half, especially just blow for blow. Both teams having the lead multiple times. Uh, the Eagles getting the better of the Cowboys, who continually can't score points in the second half. Like Especially when you get into the fourth quarter, Dak turns into Dak. Um, and that happened and That's again. not a good thing, Dak no. turning into ja- Dak. No, I don't mean that as a positive. Right. I, I would hope that nobody thinks I mean that as a positive. 
um, Dak doing Dak things is not good. Right. Dak doing Dak things historically has been bad. It's been good uh, for fans or for haters of his team. Absolutely. I love it. I love I love yeah, when Dak is Dak. Makes, makes me happy. Um, but it was bad for the Cowboys. Then in the evening, uh, the Bills taking on a rejuvenated, healthy, I mean, just playing good ball Bengals team. And the Bengals end up getting the better of the Bills in Sunday Night Football. Another close one. I mean, there was no letdown from the morning to the afternoon to the evening. Uh, as a football fan, it was a great day. Lots of stuff to dive into there. We are for sure in a moment going to talk about uh, CJ Stroud, who set the rookie record for passing yards on Sunday for 470 yards in a single game. He's Five. coming in and earning, like, breaking all the rookie quarterback records, like passes without a. Uh, interception, yeah, like yards first, however many games into the season. He's still only like, throwing one pick this year, by the way. One, and only throwing one pick, which is insane. One, which he, is yeah, he, that that all this is going to come up in our trivia today. I by the like, way, I mean, we're he, he, so we're halfway through the season, so he's what is on pace for two picks he's, this season. He's on he's pace for twenty-eight right touchdowns. Now. Yeah, so what's that? It would be yeah, it would be he's fourteen and one right now, so he's technically on pace for like a twenty-eight. Twenty-eight, twenty-nine ish. Well, yeah, I think I not... think it's twenty-nine point five and two point three. <laughs> yeah, there's not a perfect halfway that's an, point that's, anymore. That is elite numbers. Yeah, that is elite. That's Aaron Rodgers MVP season yes. numbers. Like it is. Uh, you know, like I personally believe you got to throw thirty touchdowns to be considered an MVP as a quarterback, but that's fine. Um, I would agree. Yeah, but but especially now that. that we got seventeen games, like it's it's pretty much a necessity. But still, like, dude played incredible ball, and if you didn't see. If you didn't see C.J. Stroud lead his team uh, from one end of the field to the other on the last drive of the game and score in, what was it, 25 seconds? I mean, dude, Money. The, the ball, the two balls, the last two balls that he threw, the, uh, the one to Tank Dell, where he literally just shot it right into the seam of the zone on, an, on a long out route. It really wasn't like a, I guess it was kind of like a skinny post out is kind of what it looked like. Um, but. Uh, he just put it right in between safety and corner. Beautiful throw. And then Tank lines up on the other side of the field after a timeout. And Bro hits him in the back of the end zone, up in the air. And Tank just had hands for days. Comes down, drops his toes, and solidifies uh, the argument that I made that everybody needed to make sure they were starting him this last week uh, in fantasy football. Because I 100% was about that. Uh, and they win that game literally after having gone down four points i uh, you know just 25 seconds before on the yeah, game he clock. has shown incredible poise he has shown every type of way like i'm trying to every type of way to play as a quarterback he, he's yeah like he's if done, that makes sense like he's taking care of the ball he's he clutch well. yeah like he's like an all Deep all those ball. like intangible things that you need out of a quarterback to like you know be a yeah. dude he's showing all of those and we're halfway through the season we are halfway through and he's shown pretty much everything he can be clutch he can take care of the ball. He can go win games and game winning drives, like all those things. And he's showing all of that. He can make extremely more impressive. with less as well, I think, which is key. Absolutely. Yes. Well, I mean, not enough credit, I think, had been given to to Tank Dell in terms of his quick progression as well. Uh, not that he'd be progressing as quick with another rookie quarterback, but uh, certainly I don't believe that. But Tank Dell also. Making just other guys better. Nolan Schultz, yeah. big day too, started him. I did good too. one for me. I had a spot yep. start him. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. I 
the matchups, I think the matchups in fantasy football are really starting to show themselves with certain guys. Like you can see this coming from a mile away, especially if you're watching injury reports right now. Um, some of these teams are just not deep at key positions. And certainly the Bucks secondary was not ready for what was coming at them. I have uh, a, and that was pretty obvious. I have a quick question. Something that I actually didn't realize until I just double checked the stats right now. When's the last time that you guys can remember a game where one team had three receivers with over a hundred yards and at least one receiving touchdown? That almost made it onto trivia today. Um, I was digging for that answer. I could not find it. So that's why it's not on trivia. That's why you can find the answer. That's one of those ones where you had to go deep into the databases there to find it. That's just too much time to do on the fly. But I was like, wow. Because that's Schultz, Tank, and Noah Brown. Oh, okay. It was Noah Brown. I would have guessed Collins, but Nico Collins had 54 receiving yards, but also still a touchdown. Four four receivers had a receiving touchdown in that game. Four different guys. Uh, Yeah, because Tank only had one, right? Tank Tank had the two. And then oh, it was Nico, okay. Schultz, and, and Noah Brown all had one. Yeah. Wow. Now, it, I mean, dude spread the ball around. It was, it, he is just phenomenal. Like, to watch, he is phenomenal. Putting the ball where it needs to be all the time. Something that Matt and I had said, I think, before the draft, was like, at least, at least I believe, I'm pretty sure you agree with me, Matt, that CJ Stroud had the higher ceiling yes. of, of, of the two, Bryce and CJ, but Bryce had a higher floor. That was what yep. we had said, and so we yep. thought that the Panthers were going to go with someone who had a higher floor, more stability at the position. But man, do the, does the Panthers look like fools right now in oh. every way? I mean, they look bad in in in. I will all say, the but I mean, Bryce Young did beat C, did beat C.J. Stroud uh, in his yeah. first win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't for sure validity. And, and, I mean, and also, I mean, Bryce Young's still young. I'm not throw, I'm not throwing away his career as no. he's a bum. No, but, that's, that roster sucks. Look, I terrible. mean, seriously. I, you know, like we can say we could we could say, oh, look what CJ's doing with limited options. First of all, Schultz no slouch, no. Uh, good tight end, no, uh, earned that contract. Yep. Um, but I, but genuinely, like, look at what Bryce is throwing to comparatively. I mean, Thielen's doing Thielen type things, but he's all they have. There is nothing over there uh, that you want. I mean, Hubbard started again at running back this last week. Uh, for them and and has beaten out Miles Sanders right now for touches. Uh, they just have no offensive weapons uh, for Bryce as well. So that'll be interesting to see how they develop for sure. Uh, I mean, they'll I'm always be compared Bryce to each other. To the side and be like, oh yeah, there's there's uh, to me there's really no comparison. Well, if you look at what the two have, Bryce is in no man's land. Yeah, he's got one guy, and that's it. The rest of his core has been hurt. Uh, rotated through. They've called up, I believe, three or four practice, uh, three practice squad receivers already this season, and they were already running uh, six, if not seven, deep game to game, and had still have had to pull uh, three receivers up. So, you know, it, there's no continuity yet. There's no uh, solid structure underneath Bryce's in terms of receivers. But it does suck if you're look when you're looking at CJ Stroud and what he's doing. Yeah, it does suck for sure, and not owning and then seeing like some of these. Amazing quarterbacks come in like you. You're sticking with Bryce, yeah, for sure. Well, Makes the, a lot the of worst part, the worst part of that is also getting rid of your first round pick to go up and get him. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really and needing that receiver. in a bad way right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Like, why D'Amico Ryan's went where he went, and oh yeah, know, and and respect the heck out of the guy. Uh, anyway. But he went to a place that was much more ready to go 
and had a correct mindset on how to move forward with the roster ad. His name uh, might uh, might pop up later in this podcast, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, it probably should. It probably should. I, I consideration for sure. We got a, we got a lot that we're gonna hit in today's show. So I don't want to just sit on CJ Stroud because we're gonna come back to it. I also want to talk about this quarterback who didn't know the name of anybody he was throwing the ball to. Apparently, um, outside of maybe like one or two guys, um, because uh, after and I always mess that I, I mess names up anyway. Is it is it Brett Rip Rippin? Ripen? Ripien? 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 Okay. I mean, Maybe I grew up, it. like, I watched his dad when I was a little kid. So, like... Uh, you still don't know? Yeah, I still don't know. You have, like, this this, uh, this mini-year head Mark, start on us? Mark Ripen. And you still yeah. have no idea? Rip, Ripien? Whatever. Anyway, he went out with a concussion. It's not really a name um, worth knowing. And Josh Dobbs, who had just been traded for, we talked about last week on uh, the episode, uh, comes in for the Vikings and not only plays uh, the best game of the year... Uh, for him, uh, anyway, say, this, starting for Arizona. Yeah. Um. Uh, but wins the game uh, against the Falcons. I uh, leads a comeback charge and throws four touchdowns in this game. Dude was on fire. He didn't know the cadence. He was teaching. No, his, his linemen didn't know his cadence. They were teaching. Yeah. He was teaching them his cadence on the sideline. Yeah, he, he's like, I don't know what you guys do. This is what I do. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> and then, then he Perhaps didn't know what you do. So they were calling plays, and then he was his coach was explaining to him who was going where in that play because he had had zero time so far to get any reps or study playbook or any of that stuff. There was no plan for him to be in this game unless yeah. it was this scenario. And, and maybe he had that's a why, very small playbook ready to go in case. I mean, and, and maybe that's why also that the Falcons had no time to prepare for him, and, and, and there, there's some fairness there, but also it's a... The advantages to the defense. You should, than you should have sure. to prepare been, for a guy who's never thrown to any of his. He didn't even practice. Yeah, right. didn't practice. So, in 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 most cases, that advantage goes to the defense. So you got a dude yes. who doesn't know anything. Should have for should, sure. Absolutely should have. Uh, yeah. So that was definitely unfortunate. And Jordan Addison probably had the catch of the year. Oh, I, I mean, mean, it's up there. It's so good. Like, there, it, there are very few wide receivers who could make that catch. Yeah, there, like, I mean, there probably, was another we we had another week a couple weeks ago. I remember you texted the mm-hmm. group chat on a Sunday and you were like, dude, maybe Puka, I catch it, the it here. Puka Nakua had that one. Yep. Jake uh, Bobo. Mike Evans like, had that one a few weeks back. Who who had the was it? Oh, I mean, Tank had the the toe drag mm-hmm. on that uh, on the second to last catch that I already mentioned. Like his toe drag there was incredible. Uh, getting that out like that was an amazing catch, too. There was so and, and not catch of the year, but like. Dude, so many this week, but you're not wrong. I mean, that was so impressive. I mean, it was a great, I mean, and Dobbs put it right where only he could get it to. Yeah. We we genuinely can't do that one justice talking about it. You need to go Go watch it and and hit that one up on YouTube um, and watch the Jordan Addison catch uh, from this last Sunday. But way to go, Josh Dobbs. Like Mm -hmm. uh, if if Stroud hadn't had the day that he had, uh, I mean, Dobbs was quarterback of the day. Like literally had the best game of the day outside of Stroud's history making day, um, you know. So don't want that to overshadow Dobbs coming in and just balling out. Good for him, man. Getting another dub and continuing to make the Vikings relevant. These guys have. We thought they were done. We'd put them out to pasture. We said they, goodbye. Oh, See you next year. Yep, they lost their first three games. They go to one and three, and we're like, oh, finally, you know, Kirk gets them one. 
And then they come up and have done nothing but win consecutively. Uh, now putting some real pressure on the Lions in division. Uh, that division is not done. And I my, believe I believe they have a playoff spot today if, they, if the playoffs started today. Correct. They have the last playoff spot yeah. right now in the NFC. Mike's actually going to come on a little later and talk about teams uh, coming back in the second half of the season. So I don't want to steal any thunder from him on that today. Um, you know, teams making the playoffs after they've been down and whatnot. Because we're going to see, likely, we're going to see a couple of teams do that. The aforementioned Bengals already, uh, you know, the Vikings here in this discussion. And there's a couple other teams sitting around that 500 marker right now, poised to make a run, um, you know, also worthy of discussion. Like uh, today we're going to talk about, are there some teams dead or are teams just done? And I, I think there's a few that are pretty obvious that we like to make jokes about each week. But there's still a lot of hope left in the NFL. And this weekend showed uh, that the NFL is nowhere near done and has tons of good product to give us uh, going forward. So we maybe not this week, maybe not this week, though. Ah, dang we'll it. Get to that we, of course, you got to like be total hey. downer after I'm trying to just lift up. Hey, be positive over here. Hey, that's what I do. What um, I do. Yeah. You now, the schedule this week does suck. Uh, if you haven't looked at the primetime lineup, uh, if anybody wants to read that off real quick, I'd be real happy to hear it. I got um, it. But whichever one of you uh, beats the other one to it. All go. right. Go. Thursday Night Football, Panthers and Bears. This is the literal definition of toilet bowl. Yeah. We've said that every week. Essentially, there's been one. Yeah. But this really is the the toilet bowl. I mean, there are combined or is there a worse? What's that? There are a combined three and 14. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that is the worst, the worst scenario that we could be in. That is true. <laughs> then we have the Jets and the Raiders Sunday Night Football. Yay. Yay. Again, how do the Raiders and the Jets both have so many primetime? See, I understand. I, I'm going to go off this for a second. I understand that the Jets like had Aaron Rodgers. And, like, yeah. They were going to. There was the, an outlook there. The Raiders had n- nothing. They had no business getting this many primetime games as they've had. Yeah, right, bro. They had Jimmy G, dude. And Devonta and Jacobs and Crosby. And that is it. That is it. No offense, but that's not winning you a bunch of games. Like, just that was those guys. So, anyway. So, that's Jets, Raiders, Sunday Night Football. And then Monday Night Football is Broncos, Bills. That one, I hate the NFL for. Yeah. I really do. Like, I, I just... I mean, the Bills have been on the struggle bus a little bit. Like, yeah. Overall, I would not consider this a season being a good season. No, is it, they're five and them. four right now. For them, um, not where they expected to no. be. And uh, Broncos are the Broncos. Pretty sure they have, they have a bye this week. But but aren't they? They did. Uh, yeah, they did. Uh, they did have a bye. Yeah. But, but aren't they like the resurgent Broncos, Grant? Haven't they no. won like two out of their last three or something? I think so. Yeah. But I don't know what they're... Oh, wait. They did beat the they're Chiefs. They're three and five. That's a good they win. Did, they beat the Chiefs. That's Come on, Jameson. Good win going into the bye. Yeah. That's that's all the momentum you need. You beat the best team in the NFL. Uh, and you held They're them bad. to nine points. Yeah. The former MVP. Wait, okay, 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 Jameson. If if the Broncos go out and win this game, which I think is winnable because the Bills have just... They're just playing like dirt. They, like they it's just, not good football. You, you just don't know what version of the they Bills are going to They look tired. They look beat up. Four, they would, that would put them at four and five. They are playing at home. No, it'd be five and five. They no, haven't had no, the they're three yet, and right? five right now. They're three and five right now. Oh, you Broncos. Sorry, Broncos. Sorry, Broncos I thought Broncos. we were talking Bills. No, no. Do you consider? Do you still, would you still consider them to be trash? Terrible. Yeah, because four- that Bills defense is literally Swiss cheese. I mean, right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're yes. playing them right now. Yeah, that's fair. 
I mean, okay. That's fair. I mean, I'm not I'm not there with that. I think four and five after the start that they had is not just commendable, but pretty respectable. Um, I, I definitely think you need to put some some respect on the name, if you will, um, if they can come out and win this one after the bye. Um, if and they they make the dude. If they make the playoffs, they would be the worst playoff team this year. Uh, and if that's, Jets, if that's... The Jets might be worse. I mean, if that is the I, level that you're at with the expectations you have, then it's terrible. Well... Yeah, but I'm just thinking of a team like a team that's also similar to them would be the Jets. I do, but I mean, if Sean with Sean Payton taking that team over, if they were to make the playoffs, okay. But your point was that, still the worst. Yeah, team. their expectation is we were supposed to be really good, and if you are now the best you can be is like the worst team in the playoffs. It's an L, but it's not a bad L compared to where they were last year. It's compared bad. to where they were a month ago, it's pretty bad. I mean, it's pretty um, pretty okay, decent so, considering your start and and you're putting all this stuff together, trading away defensive players in the middle of the season, all that crap. Like, I don't think it's that bad. Like, I that, think they would some look momentum at this, to build on. I, yeah, I would think if it kind of, you know what, whatever, Jameson, you know, have your opinion. Just know you're wrong. <laughs> that being I, said, I was right about CJ Stroud better than Russ last week. Russ had zero passing yards this week. <laughs> zero <laughs> passing yards, zero touchdowns. Bad a dude. <clears throat> I mean, dude. I mean, also, I mean, Russell Wilson has less Super Bowl losses than Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. So, That's a thing. Sure. Boom. Anyway, let's continue on here. Are we going to get to this question? Yeah. Three, three. Uh, I mean, we we probably should. Um, touch on a few things. We'll keep, we'll keep. We got a lot of stuff to hit tonight, so that's totally fair. Uh, Jameson, you want to take us into our, our three questions uh, tonight and uh, kind of lead us through this? Uh, yeah. Is that starting with the Jimmy G or mentally eliminated? Because there's Mentally eliminated. All right. So uh, we'll start with Matt on this one. Uh, first question we have for you is, who have you already mentally eliminated from the playoffs? Should we exclude teams that are like two win teams? No, because I think that's part of the discussion. Like that's that's what it needs to be. I mean, we can you, we can set like a bar where it's like, okay, yeah. if you are a one or a two win team, like you're already kind of there. Okay. Make, that, that's that's All what right, I mean. Let's just say that's, that's a given. Like, so we don't about, waste the like, discussion. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, obviously, right. the Cardinals. Maybe we start with like maybe we start with like three win teams and okay. go up from there. Okay, so yes, definitely eliminated a few. Um, I have I have eliminated Green Bay from the playoffs uh, at three and five. Absolutely. Um, there, there's just no way. Like Jordan Love is not it. Literally second to last, last or third to last in almost every category that matters for starting quarterbacks. He is probably not going to be starting the last four or five games of the season. Uh, so I think Green Bay is done. Um, I think that I and it it will it pains me a little bit to say this, um, uh, because Tampa if. If they had any depth, probably wouldn't be done, but they have no depth, none on the defensive side of the ball, especially they are probably cooked. Um, and that that doesn't have a lot to do with their division, really, um, but it has a lot more to do with just the fact that they're not going to get healthy in time. Uh, they're already halfway through and they don't have uh, guys coming back soon enough that are going to help them out. Um, I would say. Also, Washington is done. 
only in only for the reason that there's no way in God's name that they're beating uh, Dallas in Dallas. That's not happening. No. Um, and so they're going to get their sixth they're loss pro- there. They're probably their not winning is, this week. No, no, against Seattle. They're not. They're probably not beating Seattle. I I don't see that. Seattle's going to bounce back from that. That was we we can talk about it in a minute. But that was a little bit of a fluke, I think. Um, <laughs> But uh, Washington's probably the worst four one four win team out there. Yeah, uh, especially because they, they trade away their two best players. Yeah. Like, I mean, you just don't have the defensive line push. You got rid of Sweat and Chase Young. Like you're you're pretty much dooming yourself. And then the other team that I think is for sure done. Um, you know, you can be excited about one win all you freaking want, and you played good. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but. Vegas just does not have yeah. the talent, as Grant already pointed out, to continue to win football games. And that division will beat them up. I think Denver ultimately ends up with a better record than them. Uh, and I think they finished last in the division, which is where a lot of people had them. Um, so don't like Vegas either. So for me, yes, I've eliminated several. I do think I do think on the AFC side, I, can I, uh, for can the I? most part, things are pretty wide open. Uh, can I can I say one that I pretty much eliminated? Sure. And I know that that they're they're quite hyped about what they got in their quarterback, but the Titans, they may be excited. We'll love us, but they're three and five, and they they haven't played. They still have to play the Jaguars twice. They have to play the Dolphins, and they have to play uh the Seahawks. So that's four right there. That would put them at nine losses if they lose just those four. And they've got some games. They got some some toss ups against the Colts. Ultimately, I think the Colts are better. A roster than the Titans. They still have to play them. Um, but yeah, playing the Jaguars twice and the Dolphins, at least right there, and in Seattle, I don't see them winning those I, games. I will say they're three and one at home. They they play much, much better at home. And they do and, and they are one of the teams the AFC has the the uh, extra home game this year. Oh, okay. On schedule. Yep. So they still have five home games coming. Mm-hmm. I like looking and I'll just assess schedule too. I, I mean, they're on the list, but I'm just not ready to declare them done because that division's pretty tight. Uh, I will say though, but if they def if they lose this Sunday, they're done. They play the Bucks. If they can't beat yeah, the Bucks, you got to win this one. You, you because, do. Because it's because a winnable put, and you got to win it. Because that puts you at three and six, and then you have four ones that you're probably losing on top of that. Yeah. I, I, I think they can. This game is winnable uh, for sure. Oh, yeah. For them. Uh, against I mean, the that, that's a toss up to me. If, if Levis can. Get get the ball deep against that secondary. Uh, D Hop, by the way, uh, this is a must start week if you own D Hop on fantasy. Uh, do it one hundred. You just saw what happened last week uh, with Stroud, so get it done. But no, I like I like Tennessee to beat the Bucks this week. So uh, and then they've got a nice run of home games. You've got to beat the Colts. Uh, that that's one you got. There is get. there is pretty much no margin for error. Yeah, and you know you you're gonna have to sneak a win. Here or there against some teams that are better than you, um. But still, I'm not ready to declare them dead just because I think that the I don't know, playoff I just, ceilings or I just the realized they, floor is probably nine. I mean, oh, I'm now realizing though they're they're stretched though. Yeah. It's Dolphins, Texans, Seahawks, tight uh, Texans again, Jaguars. Yeah. yeah. So the the seven play the Texans at all yet. So right. most of the time you you usually give maybe they'll win a game they'll probably lose a game yeah and but then they then they have to end with the Jaguars. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think I there's just too them many dead. teams in the AFC, and I don't think yeah. the Titans make it. Yeah, no, it's, because, it's fair, but but I'm not ready to call them dead. I think that, I think it's likely, but I'm not ready to call them dead. Give, give me another week, see how this one goes. Okay. 
All right. Um, because be I, I really think the only way they're making the playoffs if they win the division. I don't see that happening. That's fair. I mean, you know, Colts got to get some stuff done too. They're sitting there at four and five. Uh, they do not look the same with Gardner in there for sure, um, as with AR. But I, I think for me that most of the AFC is just wide open. I mean, you got you got the Jets sitting there at four and four, Buffalo sitting there five and four, Miami six and three in that division. Anybody could win that division right now. The problem uh, that is Miami defense has been gettable. The entire yeah. AFC North might make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, and that only leaves so many spots left. <laughs> Bro, I mean, Cincinnati's five and three, but because of division play, uh, they're sitting at last in that division. <laughs> like, that's a strong division. I know we talked about mm-hmm. it last week, too, but oh, if, if, they might if, be the best team in that division at five and three right now. Uh, I think like, the they Ravens be. are by far the best team in that division, personally. Yeah. It's, it's sing, the sing, way sing they're playing. I would argue this. They they just dismantled Bengals, some of the best teams in the Bengals. NFC. Actually, the Forty Niners and the Bills back to back. Yeah. Can I give you a yeah, stat but, of the week? Sure. About about the, the Ravens, Ravens have statistically the best. De- in a while. The, the 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 Ravens have statistically the best defense in the league in terms of yards given up, points, mm-hmm. and Lamar Jackson is playing the best he's ever played. He's had he's had two games in a row. He's been pretty pedestrian on numbers. So yeah, but like, he's not. He, he didn't have a great week this week. No, Check. yeah, but uh, wait, wait. They did to the to to the Lions and the Seahawks like yeah that's yeah it was really this, good this kind of this kind of speaks to it so the Ravens have faced three teams with a winning record at the time of their matchup uh, Browns Lions and Seahawks all had winning records at the time they finished those games with a combined score of a hundred and three to twelve hey love it stat of the week yeah hit me I, with it I personally think it's I personally think it's Ravens because I think they are right now like the definition of complimentary football like that defense is playing at a high level that offense can play at a high level um and has i mean they're scoring 37 points and that's been the defense um but i like that defense way more like the Bengals defense yeah they've allowed I, the least I do, I points by far that. in the afc by at least I, 30 or 20 points the chiefs is are the only ones that are close in the afc uh they've allowed 143 points which by the way is a top three defense uh and the ravens have only allowed 124 points all season yeah, well, definitely hear me. My comment comes from the last several weeks of football. And, and, and I'm not looking at the scope of the first three games or, or so that are manipulating the numbers completely sure. against the Bengals, which, you know, Burrow was out, couldn't sustain well, drives, he, kept he should, the defense on the field, out. all the yeah. things we know. I mean, I believe but, them more in the yeah, playoffs than I would But because the they're hot in, in the way they're playing... Um, I'm just saying, like, both sides are doing their job right I mean, now. Yeah, yeah. Beating- and, and for Baltimore on this run, the defense has clearly been carrying them. And the reason that I like them more, I think the Bengals are just set up offensively to destroy teams, whereas the uh, the Ravens don't have a receiving core they're- um, at all. And they're down to back up running backs again, although that rookie may be a discovery. I watched yeah. a few of those runs. That was real nice. Dude, that was crazy. Uh, He's yeah. on the waiver wire, impressive. and you should probably stash him if you got a spot on your bench. Yeah, but um, but like, yeah, just watching the uh, the Bengals seemingly return to being the Bengals the last few weeks has been really cool. And I've just maybe it's because I've gotten to watch a little bit more of them, but I like the way they're playing football right now. And I don't know, we'll see how the next couple weeks go. We got a lot of division games to play, ton of division games to play, and I think that'll sort that out. But yeah, as far as eliminating some teams from the playoffs, definitely. I mean, if you got three or less, you you pretty much are done right now. And if you're sitting there at four wins, you don't have much of a roster like the Redskins, you're done. I think the Colts are a sucky loss away 
from saying Asta as well. I, yeah. I mean, they're they're my next team right there too, along with the Titans. They're, Rams. They're, yep, right there. I mean, Rams Rams need a dub. We needed we need a quarterback it. this last week is what we needed. Carson you Wentz mean, yeah. is on the way, Jameson. You guys, well, I, Stafford I, I, Stafford is basically like guaranteed to play this week, so Stafford okay. uh, Wentz is coming in supposed to be a better backup, essentially. Which I mean, in terms of what backups go, it's probably pretty good. Yeah. Oh, you, Carson you can come in. Yeah, he you, can come like, in you and get you a game, hundred percent. Just knowing that your backup is a guy who at least was at one point a guy, even though he fell off the face of the earth, is way better than putting in what we have been. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, hey, as a 49er fan, real happy to see Sam Darnold in the rearview mirror just sitting right there, buddy. Like, <laughs> you don't want Nick Mullins? No, uh, no I'm good. Uh, not not CJ Bethard? You don't, you don't nope, want him as nope, your backup? Don't want CJ Bethard. Um, Nick Mullins, by the way, if you need a guy that can throw 300 Nathan yards Bateman? and no touchdowns, that guy can do it. Uh, so can Matt Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> At least this, true. this year's Matt Stafford. <laughs> yeah, that is true. All right, man. I think we thoroughly answered that question. Yeah, I would agree. Um, your next one here is, is Jimmy G done as a starter? Because that Aiden O'Connell guy looks like he might have a little something there. Can I answer this question? Yeah. Absolutely. Unequivocally. Yes. This might be the easiest question I've ever answered on this podcast. This was a yes, yes. like for the last several years, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. But what do I know? What? Yeah. Nothing. Um, <laughs> absolutely. He just keeps getting older. He can't stay on the field. And when he's on the field, he's... I think he still leads league in picks and hasn't like played in like two games and still leads Correct. league. Uh, it's been two. Might be second. I don't know. Did I he get over? Like, he was at Allen. nine. Allen, Allen maybe have more now. Allen might have more. But now. I mean, okay, but he held that. He held that title pretty much. He, that's, his, that's the one thing that he can hold on to is that interception, leading league interceptions for most of this season so far. Um, yes, he's done. Good for him getting the bag <sighs> from the Raiders because uh, he just committed robbery. I mean, they're going to tie for what it's worth in the interceptions. It's tied. Okay. So he's tied. So he still can technically you consider it. If you look at it one way, still first place. So, so if they cut him, they cut him. I believe. I think you just do it because you've dark. You're, you're already ter- like at I the believe, end of this year, not like right now. Yeah. But I think they're going to have to suck up $40 million worth of dead cap in two years. I think that's what the hits are. I think it's 28 and 12 from what I'm seeing on spot track right now. Um, they don't have to pay him. They don't have to pay him cash, uh, eleven million if they cut him, uh, before the start of the new league year. So I, uh, I, I don't disagree though. I think he is done. Um, I think his injuries have added up, uh, immensely. And you know, and and I understand he's been an, an ebb and flow guy. I am the Jimmy G apologist on the show. Everybody knows this, but I, uh, I think it's it's time to suck this one up. And uh, he's going to be a really good backup somewhere. Yeah, uh, he could come in for half a game when someone goes down and yep. maybe get you a game-winning drive. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he has definitely put his teams in uh, in situations to win. I mean, Jameson's Rams have felt the wrath, uh, you know, uh, of a few fourth quarter uh, comebacks. Sure. Uh, and uh, you know, he's a guy that can get it done. Um, but. This is a this is a seventy five million dollars swing and a miss after eighty five million dollars worth of coaching cuts, guys. Like this is pretty stinking brutal. They uh, will be all things considered honestly, for for them. If I they know the Raiders them. are trying to like you know turn the right the ship, and I think that's the right thing to do. But also, like you should be looking at the quarterbacks 
for this next like and I, and I know O'Connell might might be might be something. He could be a guy. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's one week, but again, uh, he said two good weeks. Now oh, because he, he had to play. Oh, he did. He yeah. had play. Yeah. yeah. He said two um, good games out of three. But I still think if you're in a position like you should definitely be, if you're like a higher draft pick, be looking at you know a quarterback yeah. to pick up. I don't disagree with that. I I think they I think the likely scenario is Jimmy does get cut because his contract is undoable for anybody else. Nobody's gonna pay him that. No. Um. You know, I just looked at he's his guarantees are actually uh forty five uh is what he's gonna get out of the deal. Uh so they're not gonna have to pay him the last what twenty seven, almost twenty eight million. Just rip uh, the band aid off. Just get but, it done. But yeah, man, forty million dollars worth of dead cap hits in two years sucks. It does suck, but I mean you I don't know what it's else. It's pretty you do. limiting. So you essentially what I'm saying there is you do have to get young at quarterback because you can't yeah. afford one. So yeah. you're right. Your assessment about hey, they gotta go look at a guy in the it's coming draft. Like, totally accurate. If they're somewhere around the ten, eleven, twelve, yep. Uh Penix might be there. Dude, that speaking of people that are a guy, oh my gosh. Penix yeah. is legit. Like that's terrifying. Because good. I mean, I mean, I mean, We're I just talking think, Lamar with accuracy people. But, I, but and I, I'm not trying to downplay who he is now, but like But I'm just thinking like whoo, it's, it's Caleb one, good. Drake Mace, the second quarterback taken, probably. I mean I don't Penix is kind of making an argument. I don't know how Penix couldn't be two. I don't even know why. I don't know why he's not one. I've, I, have you seen Caleb Williams play football? Like he has his moments. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and he can hit these wide open five star receivers at USC. But like, bro, he threw three interceptions in a game, then two interceptions in a game against mediocre or bad football teams in the Pac-12. Yeah, he threw three against Cal. Mm-hmm. Like that's not good. That's bad football. You should not be doing that as a top rated quarterback period yeah and his ego is out of this world i think there are some teams that wouldn't take him now don't get me wrong the raiders wouldn't pass on him no because that's who they are but like you there's some the there's certain teams and the way that they develop people they're not even going to look at caleb williams because of his attitude and how he is did you see him bawling his eyes out after losing on a saturday he mm-hmm. went up to his mom hugged her in the stands and she mm-hmm. had to cover his face because he was crying on national television for losing the game this is his third loss of the year it's not like it's his first one ever. Like, I just don't think he's emotionally stable. Like, I watch him play, and he just gets down, and he makes bad decisions. I love Penix. After watching yeah. him dice up my ducks, I was sitting there going, holy crap, he's just really yeah. good. Like, there's nothing we can do. He was better speaking, than Bo. Speak, That's for dang sure that Speaking day. of, though, with the ducks, like, Bo Nix continues oh to my be gosh. impressive. Was dude. he at, like, 80% accuracy on the year now? Uh, he is someone, dude... <laughs> I'm thinking if he's around where the, like the Seahawks should be lo- where they might be drafting, that would make me happy. Oh, that'd be cool. Like that, like that would that would make a lot of sense yeah. around the twenty to twenty. That would make me very torn. Because you love very Bo. Torn. I do love Bo. I mean, I don't. I'm not like. I'm. Yeah, he's done, he's not a homegrown duck. It's a little no. different when he's not your homegrown sure. guy. But I do super support him. I have always been a fan. I mean, dude, I was. I, dude, I was. was so like, I was like, I was watching. I mean, so I was at the game, the the, the duck oh, game yeah, against yeah. Cal. So watch him, you know, rush in for two, fourth, uh, throw, throw four touchdowns. Yeah. Um, especially after the first play, he throws a pick, which wasn't yeah. not his fault, by oh, the way. Oh no, Off that was not his fault. Hands. Um, but it's I was bad. just like more and more, and then I, then after watching the Seattle game on Sunday, I was like, someone like Bo Nix. Hey, that looks pretty. Bo good. Bo Nix to go play for the Raiders. I mean, Bo, Bo Nix. I I think has a translatable game into the NFL. I really, yeah. Do. Especially in the game that we're playing now, like. If you look he, he, stylistically, he, plays like, like 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 quite a bit. Like well, just watching like what he does, like he always throws to the right guy, always. Yeah. Like that it, was his second duck, duck offense. Too. Yeah, 
But I mean, that was his second pick of the year. Yeah. It wasn't his fault. The receiver just didn't catch it. Full no, on. The first one was he uh he thought he he called a certain play and receiver went where he was supposed to go. What game was and, it in? Uh second third? But somewhere yeah, there. But Texas I'm, Tech, I believe. But I mean all these all these other guys like like these Michael yeah. Penixes, he's like they've got like seven or eight somewhere in that range. So but, what we're saying is Raiders, we understand that Jimmy G's done. And there's some guys. There are some guys. There's like we, there's, there's four some guys, guys that we least. like. Then, you know, Derek May, maybe. Drake. I'm a maybe on the, Drake, sorry. Thank you. Uh like definitely maybe on that one. Um but like eh, on and on Caleb Williams. This whole I'm, Jimmy G done as a starter is not the end for you because no. there's probably a dude you can get in the draft. No. But I do want to talk about some NFL players that I'm very excited to discuss and probably argue with you guys because we argue about this stuff. Uh, so, Jameson, lead us into the next segment, man. Who are our midseason award winners? It's we have some one. strong opinions, I am sure. But I wanted to start with this specific one because I felt like we were There's all going to be on the same page. Well, yes. I want to give some love to someone that Jameson will appreciate. Of course you should. Yes. But I think I think if it... But, it, but, but after what happened this week... Uh, are we, are yeah, we starting with runner. our Offensive Rookie of the Year award, I'm assuming? Yes. Yes. So that's right. why I want to start with this one. Offensive the Rookie of the Year, I think, I think we're going to be unanimous here currently, is CJ Stroud. Yeah. I don't and, see that changing really either. I can't... Yeah. I can't... Even if he just kind of plays mediocre, I think he's kind of got it on. Number that. two, though... I want to shoot some love though. If there was a sec, if there was a ranking thing, it's not. But if it was top three name in the NFL, Puka Nakua, yep, would be number two. Like the dude is yes. just—he's awesome. He is. He awesome. catches every ball that comes. I freaking his way. hate his guts. He's awesome. Um, he's so, so good. <laughs> I, I think that there is more of a conversation if Stroud didn't just throw five touchdowns and four hundred seventy totally yards. Fair. I think there's more of a discussion that you can have there because of just where like. This dude was a no, like Puka Nakua was nothing. And then he lit up my 49ers in the first my, half of that well, game. And, and we were and like, my team, what dude. crud. And my team week one. Yeah. Like, so, like, dude's legit. You guys got, you guys, like, hit another. You have a dude. Another mm-hmm. dude at wide receiver. So I do want to send some love that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Nakua, that all depends on if, if Stafford can stay healthy this year. And then depending right. on what the Texans look like for the second half of the year, that really just changes the conversation. Because uh, obviously, like, but you I'd only be, get some but with, the, with the trends right now, I we definitely feel good. Stroud oh, is, yeah. is the guy. Yeah, I wonder right though, like, who would even okay. be a third on offense? Yeah, uh, like, because there's some options on defense. Like, probably Bijan. Well, I was gonna say that, but even that's a long shot, just because. And again, another conversation we'll have later. Uh, they just I mean, don't want to give him the ball. He's up to three hundred or, or three touchdowns and seven hundred and fifty yards. I would think Jordan Addison might maybe. That's not a bad one either. That's um, not a bad. I I think Bijan though right now like would be the third. I think the name like the name association too just like helps and really. But I I think it's sure. if anything it's a two man race. But Stroud's kind of got it. It's in the really bag one right now. Dude, if if H hand got wouldn't have gotten hurt. Yeah, we'd be having that conversation. Today, I, think, I, I yeah I mm-hmm. agree too. I that agree guy's too. yards per touch is unreal. Um yeah, but that one's that's where that one sits. Uh, defensive rookie of the year, I feel could be a sweep depending on the direction that the guy sitting next to me goes. But uh, his, in my opinion, his name is Jalen Carter. Agreed. Uh, that that dude is good for any amount of time that you have been playing in the NFL. It not not for a rookie. Like he's good for anybody. 
He is a destroyer of human beings playing the middle of the Eagles defense, taking up the Javon Hargrave uh, spot uh, left void. Will they get him at nine? Yeah. Or is that, wait, Which is stupid, and we said seven? that a million times. No, because Bijan was drafted. We were seven. so pissed that he got taken at nine. That is the one team you don't want to get him. Um, you know, if you're an NFC fan, especially, and like, dang it. Um, but no, I, I think just numerically, uh, and then just watch game film. He's unreal. And yeah. he's playing in, he's playing at Pro Bowl level right now today. And he's contributing on a team really. that is still has Super Bowl aspirations too. It's not like he's just yep. balling out on some random team. Oh yeah. I mean, he's, he's elevating a, a really good team. Possibly yeah. the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Um, Grant, Grant is having a hard Grant, time over here. here. He's wrong. No, I don't have a hard time. I mean, he's wrong. No, I'm not, because he, Devin Witherspoon, is the highest rated corner in the league right now. He is the best at his position. He has in one pe- interception. He has one interception. He's got, he actually has better statistics than Sauce Gardner at this point of the year. He has a lower completion percentage. He has got a lower quarterback rating allowed. He has picks. He's got sacks. He has he, one pick. He has a pick. He has sacks. Two. I understand that. Jalen Carter. How many sacks does Jalen <laughs> Carter have? Uh, like one. No, he has like one. As of like last week. He could have had one this week. What's his TFL? I don't know. I mean, when Aaron Donald doesn't get sacks, it's not a Aaron I mean, Donald doesn't get sacks I kind also, of thing. There's a different... I got, different you, don't yeah. under, you don't understand. He is the highest rated cornerback in the league right now. I in the entire league. I don't not, understand. Not, not, I not watched him play on Sunday. I mean... I watched the Ravens put up points. Okay. I'm just saying. There's an, there's so, an impact so, okay, so, so one so so one one player equates equates to that. It's uh, the 37 points are all his fault. Yeah, but one player impacts that side of the ball I mean, greater right now. They, 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 the Ravens receiving core did not have a bad day. And he was on I mean he was holding a, he got caught on a what was it a hold on Odell? Um and Odell Odell did not have a bad day playing against him. I I he's the highest I'm rated. Not ready. I'm not. No. All right. You say he whatever might be you the highest want. Rated I will say, corner, you say whatever you I want. But yeah. as far as that I'm aware, Devin Wilson has more sacks than Jalen Carter does right now, and has made a, a a bigger impact on games. Name 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 one moment. I don't I don't think he's made. For a name name on one games. moment from Jalen Carter. I can name I can name an entire game. Devin Wilson took Jaylen over. Carter and, has four sacks. He has four sacks. Yes. Okay. Well, he has more than than he as an interior defensive lineman. I understand that. I understand that. Two forced fumbles. I understand that. So also, if it wasn't for these ridiculous penalties, Devon Lewis would have had another pick and another sack. So we'd have two picks, three sacks. I I mean, Devin Devin Witherspoon took over an entire game. He made history with his. Uh, with his game he had against the Giants, he took over an entire game. Jalen Carter, can you name one moment from Jalen Carter that you're like, oh wow, when like his no, he's had good, has a good okay, defense. Okay, name, name the moment. Name, name the moment. Name the moment that 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 Jalen Carter had when he shot through a top five offensive line. Uh, got a game ceiling sack against the Rams in like week four. Okay, yeah, that's what I was asking for. Yeah. Jalen okay. Carter is really good. I, I am, dude. I am not dragging Jalen Carter. I am not dragging Jalen Carter. At His all. impact right now, I think, has been greater than Witherspoon's has. 
I would 100% disagree with that. Well, Be- because because his the team's Eagles, eight and one, and that's the he, they're eight and one because of Jalen. They would be eight and one if they didn't draft Jalen Carter. Yes, eh, they that. would. Eh, I think they would. Their be. offense hasn't been as great this year. Not that they would their be defense eight, has been spectacular. They would be, okay, but, they'd be yeah, eight and one. I got some things to say about their the back end of that defense later. Okay, yeah, so so, that, so, so maybe, so maybe they're seven and two. Okay. We had we had them going to the Super Bowl or winning Wait, it or whatever. We had, them, we had them NFC Championship. Yeah, yeah. Before they drafted Jalen, and he's Carter. the the standout defensive player on that team right now. Yep, he's. I think he has been the sure. best player on on that defense so far. And I would argue that Dan best defensive is the player, best player on the best team in football. Yeah, done deal for me. And yeah. that's that's why we're making the case. I mean, and I do it, think it, that the cornerback position is probably one of the top four or three or four most valuable positions in the league, as far as like having a dude. Four. Yeah. Because of what that means for your team when you can just yeah, shut off. Well, and, and the NFL draft shows that. Well and, well, and especially with how, how pass heavy everybody is now, like you need, yeah. you need, you need your corners. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Saw, no, he, saw Scott the love he did going into his draft because of, right? Yeah. Like, because of the need of the position. But, but I'm telling and you that, that the same that, thing. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm telling you right now that if you look at his stats through his first, how many games are we at now? Are you guys played all nine? No, we're at eight. So you're at eight. So yeah. we're at eight. The the stats from Sauce's first eight and our and his first eight are almost identical, and if not, I'm pretty sure, sure. that I'm pretty sure Wisman actually has a tick better in most sure. of these. But, but statistics. for me, it, it, but for me, it's genuinely it's it's uh, it's been like looking at the body of work and watching the the best player uh, playing for the uh, the best or sorry the best defensive player playing for the best team in the league right now. Yeah, and been just being a standout, and for me, that just propels them over. Um, we do this all the time with the quarterback MVP. You know, like if your team wins more games, yeah, you know, you get more love. And I think that's well, for yeah. Me, I mean, that's you, where you, I'm at. you usually don't have a MVP. You usually don't have an MVP on like a, a team that doesn't win the division, right? You usually don't have that, right? And 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 right now, I just his team's elevated. He's elevated, and by no means saying like by the end of the year we can't be having a different conversation. But I do think that he, you know. To Witherspoon's detriment in this dialogue for me, you picks are a big deal when you play that position, and I understand that they kind of come and go, and not necessarily uh, not even throwing the best his guys. Way, bro. Yeah, well, there and, and that's that's part of it. Like that's that's the thing with Richard uh, Sherman. He was the best cornerback, like for the for like a, a four like or five a, year stretch. He, I was to say three, it, but like he was but, the best. But he didn't have the he didn't have as many interceptions because people, yeah. people weren't throwing his way. Sure, sure. I mean, well, they just weren't throwing against the Seahawks. Because well, um, <laughs> yeah. there was four guys out there that were going to murder you if you tried. But like, no, I I just think that there that is something that where he I get I get the percentages thing. Like last year, I was watching percentages because I really, as a 49er fan, wanted to justify the Charvarius Ward thing, which I think he his contract and all that, and he totally has, and sure. and, and he's you know he's the top seven eight corner in the league for sure. Um, but like. I was watching all those percentages and stuff, and I'm kind of like watching some of these names rise up there. Like when you look at the stats of uh, these guys getting thrown at, and you're like, oh, well, he's only getting thrown at like six times a game. And you're like, well, can't that in part just be flow of the game type stuff? And I saw these guys elevated over Charvarius Ward that I was like, he's not as good as him, though. Like everybody knows this. And you watch tape, and you're like, that guy's not as good. But there was some flow of the game thing. So I think you can always skew some of that. And so I'm a little apprehensive to declare a guy a thing. Like when when I when I hear that part of it, that said, 
I've seen Witherspoon play. He is very, very good. And I would say clearly of all the rookie corners, secondary guys, anybody not named Jalen Carter for me, best the best defensive player. I think he is my second. And I and I think we're just talking a one two. That's all it is. So okay. but we'll see by the end of the year. I think if he wants that if he wants that defensive rookie of the year though, there's just gonna have to be some some genuine, like more standout moments and some stats that add up to that a little bit more. Yeah. It's tough to get it when you don't have stats in the NFL to back up. Well, uh, yeah, but I would just argue, I mean, Sauce had two picks and he won defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Like he didn't have the picks to do it and he got it. Right. Like, that's but also where I just you have to look at the, if there would have been a Jalen Carter-esque performance from somebody else, it maybe would have changed the narrative there. Yeah. If, and, if I mean, there yeah. is no Jalen Carter this year, then sure. Devon Witherspoon is, is the guy. And obviously last year, you know, we were looking and it's like, well, there's not really another yeah. standout guy on the Because we were looking for a cave on. Sauce is doing. Yeah. yeah we, and we, he, we, he we were like, really, Kayvon going to do it? He didn't really show up. Right. You know, he, and, and he, so, he showed up like the last like three weeks of the, of the season. Yeah. He gets his stuff in bunches. That's who cave on is. So yeah. it, you can't yeah. really compare them that well year to year, but I get what you're saying. Um, yep. But that being said, I, you know, as much as we talked about Jalen Carter, I don't even think. He's the defensive player of the year, just yeah. in general. So oh, that's general? the next one. Uh, who do we think, Grant, we'll start with you. Who is your defensive <sighs> player of the year? It's got, I think it's TJ. Yeah. I think it's TJ Watt, just because he's, despite how inept that whole Steelers team is, <laughs> he is winning them games, like full yeah. on, like being like the it. difference and winning games. Um, because there is no way that team should be five and three. Yeah. That team should be three and five. And nope. he's had sacks like he they got that totally one over they, they got that win over Lamar uh, when he, he, he had I think he had the fumble recovery and then the next drive got they got the game ceiling sack yeah. like straight up took over that game. He had the pick against the Rams. I think they have a sack or two in that game as well. Jameson. I don't I, I mean, tried not pro- to remember. I Wait. mean, probably. Yeah. Like, I, I just think it's him. Like he's full on won them games single handedly. Yep. I, I by himself do not disagree on this one. I. Uh, like in in terms of that, for me, this came down to like a literal one A, one B, one C. I mean, yeah, um, there's so many good op. I mean, there's plenty of good serious, options. And and for me, they're all defensive ends. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, I really like I uh, I really really like him. I, I love watching him play football. Um, I think that an underdog, uh, you know, like not a name, like to uh to anybody who's not like a real NFL fan, I. Daniel Hunter has yep. to be in consideration. I mean, he, he leads, the league, leads the league in sacks, right? Yeah. I, does he still, or did he, he lose he it did. this weekend? He might have lost it this weekend, but he's literally, it's, it's either him or Watt right now. I cannot remember. Uh, I'll try and pull I, it yeah. I, I disagree, actually, because I think it's Miles Garrett. I, not only no, do no, I think I, that, I, but he's the current favorite right now. You, I was burying my lead, bro. I, that's and what I have written down. Th- he's also five and three. That's yep. my guy. I team I'm I actually Miles Garrett's right here in the Steelers. Yep. So Daniel Hunter has ten. TJ Watt has nine and a half. Okay. So they're right there. I uh, and and uh, but also TJ Watt has the uh, has, has the touchdown. Force, he has two forced fumbles and a pick. And he and one of those forced fumbles also became a touchdown. That was the Highsmith pickup right. and run. Um. Yeah. I. I. It's for me. It's Miles Garrett just because of impact plays. Uh, we think about the block kick that we lost our minds over, and the NFL, you know, fandom uh, collective here uh, lost their minds over just the way that he has taken over games and how terrifyingly great he is. 
right now, I would throw Miles Garrett at the top of this list uh, because it's not just sacks. It's the tackles for loss. It's sucking up three offensive linemen or two offensive linemen and a running back on every stinking play. Um, you know, I watched this dude go toe to toe with Trent Williams and win some reps like for real, um, you know, just one on one. And that's it, that's a Hall of Famer in Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all talking about another one in TJ Watt. But just right now, for me, I'm, a, I'm with you, Jameson. I, I'm I'm Miles sure. Garrett right here. But I do think it's a one A, one B, one C. I think it's that close. Yeah, and and I think uh, I think Hunter's probably the one C. We didn't even mention um, Micah Parsons just because Dallas has kind of fallen fair. off defensively a little bit. Fair. But, but no, that's fair. Odds wise, he's still I think is technically considered the favorite or second favorite right after. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, definitely a narrative type of award if the Cowboys continue to kind of skid yep. a little bit. That obviously hurts him there. So uh, he's almost like one D. We'll put him yeah. there. One D. <laughs> that's fair. If he was if he was playing nine feet to his right, by the way. Uh, he probably would be one. By yeah, himself. probably. Yeah, because he'd have the he'd have the tackles numbers. Yeah, that's I true. mean, he just would. But he's playing on the outside, uh, rushing the passer uh, to a certain percentage, so that that pulls him out of that. Um, I know we got to get to two other ones before we finish up the segment and welcome in Mike here in just a moment. So, uh, where were we at? What are the last two? Uh, we we actually got three, but we can oh make my them bad, quick, yep. Because uh, we have MVP, which we'll talk next, and then we have the offensive player of the year and the coach of the year to wrap it up. Okay, so actually, can we scoot down? Can we do coach of the year? Let's do that. Let's okay. do that. Um, I'm gonna just say it first because I kind of hinted at earlier. Um, this is projecting a little bit, but I'm gonna put D'Amico Ryan's in there. Hey, don't I, hate that. I I think you know this was one of the teams that I covered in the preseason when we were going through, and. It was one of those years where I, you know, didn't really have much of an expectation coming into the season, but you kind of have a bright future when those are the pieces you have and with the mindset that D'Amico Ryans has uh, and the former players, and he's always going to get guys to to get out there and play for him. Um, what I don't think we maybe anticipated was the offensive side of things kind of going as well. And obviously a lot of that is to CJ Stroud. Um, but for a team that only won three games last year to Heck be yeah. where they're at right now. And by the way, complete turnaround. I believe they're three and one at home so far this year. Wow. I think they were one and seven at home last year. Um, that's a big culture change to me. And I think D'Amico Ryan's is a big part of that. So there aren't any other coaches that really jump out at the moment. I mean, you have your, your guys that are always going to be at the top of the list. You know, I don't even feel like we need to really go through and list off, uh, you know, all those guys at this point. Uh, some, some guy in uh, Kansas some guy, City, some, some guy, guy in Kansas Philadelphia. City likes cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah, you got your city brotherly love. Like those guys are always going to be there because their teams are winning and they're consistent. Um, yeah. But for this kind of award, usually I, I feel like you kind of have to not only have a season turnaround, but be close to 500 at least. You know, if they're if they're sure, a nine the, and eight the, team, the this Dable year. discussion last year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When you go yeah. from winning three games to potentially winning eight or nine games uh, with the expectations that you had going into the season. And when other teams are not really standing out as much by comparison to what you would expect from them. um, I think it's a guy that I I'm going to put up there. uh, You know, Sean Payton would would have probably been a guy this season coming out of retirement, but we've kind of seen how, how that's been. And I don't think the narrative is there for him, even if they do turn around in the second half. So I'm going to go to Miko Ryan's on that one. So I was right there. I, I, so I was right. I have a different one. I was with this other guy. 
Um, and in a, and I'm still gonna say this guy's name, but uh, I'm a little bummed out that I don't feel as good about it today as I could have. Not that he did anything really bad this weekend. Um, I think it's a, a mistake by a player that actually cost him the game. But um, I really like Mike McDaniel. Yeah, and that's what I was looking at. Yeah, uh, I got it and and but coming out of this weekend, I kind of had McDaniel and uh, D'Amico like right there. I almost tied. Uh, if I had, if you push me, just because he's got the better record right now, um, I would go McDaniel. I love the way that he wins games. I love how they do it. I love that he put seventy points up on Sean Payton, um, which is fan just fantastic. I I love. I know we all love him, just the personality and and listening to him talk about football and not football at times, <laughs> just his quirkiness. But like, uh, super excited for him to be a coach in the NFL for a long time. So I like Mike McDaniel a lot for that conversation. And Ryan's is my two. Motor City, baby. Hey. Motor City. Don't hate that one either. Dan Don't hate Campbell. That at all. Um, Don't hate it at all. Yeah, just because so they, they went nine and eight, so they did have a winning record, didn't make the playoffs, but they're already yeah. at six wins. And they're already at six. But honestly, is the best thing he may have done as a coach is not let Ben Johnson leave. <laughs> yeah. I mean <laughs> like, yeah. that too, but like the way they're they're playing, they're playing really well. Yeah. Um and okay. like they have really embodied, like the team has really embodied him and the way that they play. And I think a lot of times we had a lot of, I mean, me personally, like his, his opening press conference was really, I felt like it was funny, but also I was like, there's no people are going to buy this. Like we're going to bite kneecaps. I'm going to take a chunk out of you. And like this whole raw, raw the tough team guy. that can and will like, I like it was funny and like enjoyable <laughs> TV, but I was like, there's no way these adults are going to buy this crap. No. Like I didn't think it. And part of me still thinks they don't. But nonetheless, they love him and embrace yeah. it, and they're winning games. Like they're winning a lot of games. He's just a dumb um, jock, dude, that everybody like, loves. Like, the best yeah. part about him, I think, is that he doesn't get in his own way. Like, yeah, he, he knows Absolutely. he's not like an analytics X's and O's kind of guy, and so he just lets Ben Johnson cook, lets the guys do their thing, and is probably like yeah. the best. I'm gonna, I would die for you. Like if I had a helmet, yep. I'd go out there and hit people with you, kind of guy. Yeah, we uh, all know he and could. That goes, yeah, yeah. Well, and I don't know if you <laughs> had seen this too, but uh, Sam Laporta had a whole thing where he was uh, really singing his praises because obviously, as a uh, former tight end in the league, right? Uh, yeah. He on that team attributed a lot of his early success to being under his wing there, his rookie season yeah. in that offseason. So um, another, you know, big reason why having a guy like that in your locker room, even if he's not calling all your plays, uh, it's a good leader to have. Yeah. yeah. So it. I figured, I mean, if the, I guess this is, I guess this is more who are our midseason winners. It's not like, what do we think? Yeah. Um, I think it, it's probably going to be D'Amico just because of all the things Jameson said, but like who I think it should be. Yeah. 100%. I think it should be uh, yeah, Dan it. Campbell. So, yeah. all right. We got two more. Two more quick ones here. Um, offensive player of the year. <clears throat> is, is this not like a two horse race? Tyreek, it it's Tyreek and CMC. Yeah, it's those two. It, yeah. it's, it really is that. And I don't. I, I I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean away. I uh, mostly just because of this last week. I uh, you know Tyreek gave a game ha- away. What, what didn't happen? Yeah, Tyreek dropped the ball and gave up a touchdown. Well, but all, but then also to a full on just like what should have been a revenge game. So well, and to a full on just just gave him like through it to like, had a bad tw- day twelve yards short. Yeah. Also, wow. It's fair. On that, on that open, Kansas City is also one of the best def- defenses in the league right now. So yep, 
Yeah, it's it, fair. It's uh, tough. It's top tough. seven. Yeah, but it is those two though. I think it is those two, and I'm yeah. gonna lean towards CMC just because we like. I think Tyreek. Okay, if if two can stay healthy the whole season, I think it'll probably be Tyreek because what Tyreek is able to do with with when Tua is on the field is mm. like otherworldly. But he is reliant on Tua yep. to be good because he had this incredible run last year, start of the season, yeah. and Tua got injured, and then he fell off. Like he was on pace to break Cooper Cup's, yep. you know, yards, you know, the total like clip over two thousand yards, that whole thing. Right. But then Tua got injured and he fell off. Right. And CMC, we're in the same same thing right now. Yeah, I mean, yep, and, same thing right now. But but I mean, CMC is not reliant on someone throwing him the ball. I mean, kind of, but no. But and his it, his it coach anybody. his it coach calls plays for him to score touchdowns, and and I don't yeah. think that's going to stop anytime so, soon. So like that's why <laughs> so. I would go. I mean, again, this is this is all barring injuries yeah. or things like oh, that. Oh, for sure, for sure. But like, um, but I I'd probably what they've just, done in the first half of the season and projecting I, out. Yeah, I would I would probably go CMC. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like if here, I was here's the man. big kicker for me, and this is something that has kind of happened. I feel like almost flown under the radar here because I would go CMC too. I think just for what he does at the position is invaluable. He's literally a created player in Madden in that offense, right? Um, but when you look at the wide receiver race, because one thing I always think about when I look at this conversation is like how far away from your peers do you separate yourself? And I Are think you going CMC, seventy catches here. No, what I what I'm saying is. You would think Tyreek is maybe like running away with the wide receiver stuff even after a bad week. But in reality, yeah. A.J. Brown is right there. A.J. Brown has two fewer receptions, 70 fewer yards, only two fewer touchdowns. Okay. I mean, the in touchdowns a, in an is offense, a little bit significant, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, one of those games, he scored what? How, however many touchdowns in that 70 point game? Like, yeah. Some of those Tyreek numbers are a little inflated. There's been a level of consistency with AJ Brown where you kind of look and see, oh, Hill's not really running away with it like you would have thought of. Where you look at the the other side of things with CMC, and I just think I don't. There's not really a guy that can touch him right now. I don't think. Yeah. Um, uh, I so. mean, contributing to the CMC argument, uh, you know, if he legitimately keeps that scoring uh, record going, like I mean. A touchdown literally every game. That's just oh, he's guaranteed points. And you don't yeah. get that with, with Tyreek, like Grant said. You, you kind of have to be fed the ball to a certain yeah. extent. Feeds that. Okay. Um yeah. So But we're so we're a sweep there for now. Yeah. Yeah. No. But I, I would be interested to see, you know, looking at these numbers again, if AJ Brown can maybe insert himself into that conversation a little bit more the second half of the season. Sure. We'll we'll see. Or or so. or if Tyreek can can get back and then just keep on that tear that he was at. Yeah. Then I think that maybe that 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 changes depending on how CMC does. Okay, I well, mean the, it's all it's all up in the air. I mean, the, but this next one though, I'm interested in from you guys uh, because MVP right now, I I have a case to make for a guy. Do you wear purple? Uh, no, because you you dropped that last week. No, you had said that last week. Uh, sure, that's what I said last week. I it's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, no, I I do. Uh, I do have a case to make for somebody, um, but I feel like this one's a little more wide open. This is this is a lot like the coach of the year thing. Yeah, it's a it, you you know pretty undetermined from my perspective. Um, and so since with that, I'll just jump on it. Um, my MVP right now, best team, best player, is Hurts. Uh, the defense has not helped him. If you if, if, on the back end. You you watch up or watch what uh, that secondary is giving up 
They, for that reason, they are 20th in points per game. Remember, they gave up 30-plus to the Redskins twice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Both wins, but they gave up 30 points to the Redskins twice. They are 29th in passing yards allowed per game. And as we already pointed out last week, and now it's three weeks in a row, this is still true, they are dead last in first down surrendered. Huge part of that is that secondary. I think that Hurts has propelled them and played incredible football despite what his defensive secondary has done to him. And the picks, uh, he's the cleaned that up a little bit. He's, yeah, he's completely, in all, I mean, for the most part, completely cleaned that up after first three weeks he's, of the season, 15, especially. 15 to 8 right now. Yep. And it, yeah, and he was, uh, what was he at, like 7 and 7? Yeah, he, I believe. he was yeah, he's eight a pretty rough start, then. which again, kind of goes to show like A.J. Brown kind of sneaking up there yeah, yeah. in numbers a little bit. He's been totally fair. really good several weeks here. But also, I mean, you look at his rushing numbers uh, again. You know, I don't know. That's not a surprise when you talk about him, but his rushing numbers are there. And he has a play that is unbeatable, uh, seemingly. I mean, it's been beat a couple of times, like twice. But uh, in football, the the whatever and one uh, he just owns. And the fact that he can just beat down on people with that play is incredible. Right now, that's my MVP. There's just nothing else like... You could definitely make a Stroud case. I uh, just, just to be honest, right now numerically, you could make that case. I got no problem if you want to try, no issue. Um, but best team in the league, and uh, the dude is the one getting it done. He has scored the points when they needed the points. I'm gonna say, I don't disagree entirely, but for the sake of conversation right now, I'm still going to lean in the way of Lamar. Now, I ultimately think it's still a very good chance, you know, even though we might it compared to what we're conditioned to seeing this could still very well be a Patrick Mahomes MVP season as weird as that might be, Um, because Because when you really look at the numbers, it's still he still does Patrick Mahomes things with the receiving core he has. It's just now they're winning football games because their defense is legitimately good. So they haven't had to necessarily blow people out. They've been much closer. Um but I, I've just been continuously impressed with Lamar this season, um, kind of for the same reasons um, as Hertz in some ways. Um, and, and honestly, like I was, I was looking up as you guys were talking, just because I was curious to see um, what those MVP odds are looking like right now. This is very recently updated. I'll let Grant actually say his pick first before I read these numbers off. Um, but it really does show how hair thin this race is right at the halfway point so grant i'll let you get your point off here first uh my my uh, i'm actually going with jameson here it is it is lamar um i I don't he didn't he didn't he didn't play um as good this week i mean but he still like was making the big time throws yep and keeping the ball away from seattle like by the way like completing a little over 71 percent of his passes this year yeah like he's he's arguably had his best year and he's already won an mvp yeah, and arguably playing even better. So, so, so to me, that's kind of where I go. And again, also the team is winning and winning big yep. against really good t- opponents. So, yeah. that's yeah. where I'm going to go and, with that uh, resume. Again, yeah. also mainly for the sake of conversation, I really think it's probably to me. I kind of go one A, one B with this one right now at this point. Um, but for the sake of just what even just from what I saw him do against my team, uh, I'm going to go with Lamar. Yeah. Well, the to again real quick here with Hertz. When you look at his body of work the past couple of regular seasons now and what he's meant to that team to be eight and one again 
after having a crazy start to last season, it might be one of those things where it's like, we're going to give you the, you know, it's like in the Oscars where it's like Leo should have gotten an Oscar years and years and years ago, but now we'll finally give you one. Um, And and so it's it's that kind of thing where it's like, it's a legacy award. Now, obviously Hertz's legacy is still being written, but um, he's got the, he's got that resume there, but we'll go ahead and say, what are those odds though? Um, I'm just going to work off of the DraftKings sportsbook yep. odds because well, that's the first fine. Ones here. They're number one book out there. Yep. Lamar Jackson plus 350. Jalen Hurts plus 350. Patrick Mahomes plus 350. That's for MVP. Oh, crap. And then after yeah. that, it drops down to two at 650. Joe Burrow 700. Christian McCaffrey 1400. That. So okay. it is Makes sense. as close as like that right now. Like, yeah, it is a quarterback award, but that's why it they have the offensive player of the year. Exactly. I mean, yeah. yep. Exactly. So, well, nice. yeah, very, very close here. Obviously, those three teams are absolutely cooking right now, so it's no surprise. But, well, uh, we want to go ahead and uh, jump down uh, to our next segment and invite our buddy Mike in. Uh, Mike, how's it going, man? You there with how's us? Going pretty, yeah, it's going, hey. going pretty good over here, dude. We we have been. Uh, we have been just singing the praises of the NFL and its product over the weekend. Uh, Cause we had, we had three big games this week, man, like three top tier games that were heavily profiled. We had a game in Germany. We had the afternoon game with the Eagles and the Cowboys. We had a good primetime game on Sunday night, like all just good products. We're going to ignore what happened on Monday, but like good products on <laughs> Sunday. And it was We're really nice in it for as long as we can. Yeah, it was really nice. I mean, we threw in that bonus game on Pick'em just because we had these really good, good matchups and they did not fail us for once, <laughs> which was really nice. Right. I would say the Seahawks Ravens one did. Well, that's fair. I thought no, I'm, gonna, well, I wasn't profiling that. Really enjoyed that. Matchup. I wasn't. I would, yeah, maybe, was yeah, maybe not top three, but I was still like excited. Uh, for you could go either way, though, between the Bengals, the Bengals bills and that one. But yeah, either yeah. one. Yeah. But still, I just wanted a good game. Yeah. No, for sure. They, and yeah, you, you it should have been. Should have been. <laughs> um, and some no, of us I, really enjoyed watching the Seahawks fail a little bit. I think so. everyone yeah. on this podcast enjoyed watching it. Uh, except for you. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm obviously <laughs> excluding myself. But I will say, I, I told Matt, sometimes the blowouts are easier to stomach than a close loss. Yeah. Like by, by half, I was like, whatever. I'm done watching. And I just want to do my own thing. Who could or could have, would have, should have, right. you know, type scenario. And you're like, gosh, dang it. Like it was just that one thing, you know. Like, like if you're if you're a Dolphins fan this week, you're like Tyreek, you suck. No, you're like, what you suck. Give? Well, okay, but still, Tyreek, you suck because he 100 percent just let go of that ball. Um, you know, like whatever. Uh, th- those coulda, woulda, shoulda moments suck, but yeah, this was a good weekend, man. It was a really good one. No, I agree. It it was absolutely entertaining. Um, and coming out of it, we we really kind of have a view of of where this NFL is right now is full of parody. Oh my like, gosh. So it's full. the, the middle, the middle is so big right now, you know, like for uh, record wise, I mean, how many people have five losses and three losses is 90% of the league right now. There's a lot of five. Win so, teams. Uh, yeah. A lot of five. Win yep. teams. It, it's just, it's just a good product right now. And there, um, there are as are much as we complain win- about it, but yeah. And there are some five win teams that we like really believe in. Like, 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 oh, yeah, yeah this, this team could make the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Some of these five-win teams. Some of these are like, these guys should not be at five-win teams. I.e. the Steelers. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Vikings. 
Like like oh, like that's a good call. Like yeah. like 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 the, like the Bengals are a five win team, and so are the Vikings yeah. or the Steelers, which is stupid. Yeah, because the Bengals are better than both of those. Well, teams. I think I think last year too. Like I think maybe this was just true. Maybe just the NFC. I don't remember, but like teams didn't clinch playoff spots or get eliminated for yeah. a long time. Like it was like one of the yeah. latest times that like the final, like like all the spots were filled up and like things yeah. like that. And I think we're heading towards the same thing where it's going to take a long time for teams to clinch. You know, spots or to well, be yeah, you had a you had a winner go home, uh, at least for uh, mm-hmm. the Packers in that Lions game. The Lions, oh yeah, I was going to get that it, was but a it was a playoff game. Yeah, it was. It was, a, it was a playoff game for the Packers and came down the last week for them. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling yeah, we're probably seeing something similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Lions win didn't get them in, but got the Seahawks in, and it was <laughs> yeah, and kicked the Packers out. It was weird. <laughs> it was but great. I imagine we're heading towards a similar situation this year as well. Oh, uh, I, I, I think would think you, so too. The AFC, especially, like I, yeah. I really do think that we're gonna because there's so many teams sitting at a certain record right now. Like it just feels like they're all headed to try and just get into that little funnel at the end, and they're all gonna pack in right before you know they hit the spout and go uh, into the playoffs. But well, and and everybody's up talking the Ravens so much, but they're seven and two. The rest of that division is five and three, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like there. they're all right there. Yeah, and, we, and yes, we I think the Ravens earlier. are the cream. Of the yeah, I think the Ravens are the cream of that. Um, division, but the Bengals lately they could they could win that game. Yeah, yeah so like, yeah, it, it's just fantastic how this is looking right now. Yeah, I mean the well, I know you've been looking at uh, you know, like what teams do in terms of the second half of the season that kind of propels them towards playoffs and this whole like uh, this whole thing about going on runs and all that too. Um, so what do you have for us this week in that regard? Like, what should we? be thinking about uh you know when we when you talk about momentum and runs which we we know a lot of good teams are on those buys between 7 or week 7 and 10 it's week 7 and 11 yeah. a lot of those teams that are uh that's got the above 500s um what should we be watching for is there and is there anybody that has a losing record right now who we should be like hey you know what it's totally possible like is that still a scenario out there we went through a lot of teams we thought were dead today uh, you know, in terms of being playoff eligible, but I'll turn it over to you and uh, okay. let you answer that. I, I would just say, um, going through this, um, I found a really neat website that I, I got to geek out on completely, and it's it's actually the New York Times. So they have uh, I, I put the link in our uh, notes for today at the bottom there, but um, it's if you search or if the listener search for the New York Times dot com. Um, NFL playoff picture. Um, it's this whole chart that goes week by week and keeps track of all the records, but then it gives you the percentages of what how likely they are based on strength of schedule left and who they've played and who everyone else is playing oh, on the percentage to make the playoffs, win the division, or which round you're in, or how likely you're to get to the Super Bowl. Like it's really broken down really well. But what I really geeked out on, and this is just just a little side note, and this is kind of pertains to what I did is if you click on a team, you can go through the rest of their schedule and choose what it is, and then go through and do the rest of the season schedule, and as you pick other games, Are you it'll change the percentages as you go. Me? It is so good. This is the nerdiest crap I've ever seen about Oh my goodness, I geeked out so hard for like two hours yesterday, just going just through Running teams. through every single scenario okay. for like, Josh You can Katz. go through every scenario. I know we need to name these people. What is that guy's name? Josh. It's Josh Katz 
Kevin Queeley, and Rumsey Taylor. You are the New York geniuses. Times. Yeah. Or you have way too much time on your hands. Both oh, things both probably are, both are true. true. They got oh paid by the New gosh. York Times. They're fine. Like this, this website is fantastic. And I want to point you guys. Um, I kind of zero in on a couple that, that I kind of want to point out here is um, the commanders here. Um, there's some things that can happen to them that they can still make the playoffs, but the Packers and the Bucks and the Falcons here were the three that I kind of came out with likely scenarios that they actually can still make the playoffs. And and on the Packers, I included because of the Vikings quarterback situation. I mean, I know Dobbs balled out, but you know, can he, will they, like, it's kind of a big question. Jefferson's out. Um, But if you go through the scenarios and games won, games lost, what you think that these teams can actually win, um, the Bucks have a have a pretty decent uh, trajectory to actually make the playoffs, um, as well as like I said, the Packers and and the Falcons. Um, the Commanders are because of the I top just, of their have division. They seen the Bucks secondary though? Yeah, for the love of God, they just got historically ripped apart. So I'm looking at the like the little graph here. Um, for like each team, is this like what they started at and where they are now? Yeah. Like started okay. So and, that's the, and most the, of this is based okay. off the strength of schedule. Man. Um, and as the season's gone, win losses. And right. what's great about this program is it compares like every other team in the NFL to your team that how it's going to affect your playoff standing. And so when the Packers win week one or whatever, and the Bears lose week one, it counts that towards like okay, now the Packers are one up. And obviously the percentages change. I'm laughing right now. The, the the Bears starting percentage to make the playoff was two percent, and now it's below one percent. They have moved the yes. least, though. They've they have moved the, the least they have margin. You know, they've been nothing but consistent. Man, the the Lions were at 83. Now they're at 99 percent. I'm just looking at some of this. Some of these teams have increased their chances. Eagles were at 93 percent chance. Now they're at 99. Yeah. Cowboys well, are at 80, they're at 95. I liked the Lions too because you go click on the Lions, Here, this team off. might not lose another. I mean, they might lose one more game. Go look at their schedule. Click on Holy their cow. thing and go look at their schedule. It is that team, you're just like, they should win like all their games. It well, is I don't I don't like the at Cowboys. Cowboys play very well at home. I, I yes, I said uh, yeah. I was loss? like, they might win yeah. or lose another game. But I mean Chargers, Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos, Vikings at Cowboys. I would give you that. That, and in fact, I clicked when I was playing around this. I clicked yes. that as their loser, and then Vikings again. Like they should win all, but maybe they lose like another Viking. Yeah, I'm just I'm maybe just the Chargers. Little... Like Who'd really, the Chargers might lose at Vikings depending on Vikings health. Because yes. well, just just because they play them two two out of the th- last three weeks of the season. I like, mean, there's just a chance like after they. I mean, because they, they play Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. Like that could be a game where they, they maybe they get they get beat up maybe by the Cowboys and maybe lose another week or something like that. But anyway, that's Grant's got them at seven and two and hosting the wild card at eighty six percent chance. Yeah, that that would be them losing the Vikings I'm and the Cowboys. I'm not game. kidding you guys when I say this is the coolest freaking thing I have ever nerded out with in football. Like this is unreal. Why can't I go, Mike? You found a gem. Dude, it, it is so good. Like I, okay. I don't even remember what I was searching for when I found it. But once I found it, I lost hours into this thing. 
I kid you not. You were texting us at like 11 o'clock last night. (laughs) Is this why? It's part of it, yeah. Okay, I was wondering why you were giving us this all these. Now understand, Mike. Mike will go like a whole week without saying anything in our group text, and then all of a sudden he just like lighten us up at eleven p.m. on a Monday. Oh, dude, we can spend whole episode just going through. I like, know, dude. This is unreal. So I'm so, looking at Niners right so now. You, you, that's interesting that you said. I want to specifically hit the Packers because I declared them dead. And why, why the Packers? That's, you know, I, I don't want to spend they, all night on this because we got some great trivia and to pick them still to hit. And we like, still have to talk about awesome. our hot seat. Yeah, well, I don't know if we're going to spend any time on that um, tonight, Grant. Or you're not Grant. You're the other guy. That's Jameson. Yep, that's Jameson. We get confused all the time. Yeah, no, yeah. you don't. Yeah, um, but why, <laughs> <laughs> but Mike, why the Packers? Well, it's, it's, what they have left on their schedule here. Um, so they're going to struggle in some of their games, but this could easily be the eight and nine team that makes it just based on eight what's left on their schedule. Uh, yeah. Like the NFC is probably going to have an eight, nine team that makes it just flat out. Um, it's let, let's go through this real quick. Just, just for giggles here. So there's 14 teams that makes the playoff, right? Um, right now, you have the Ravens, Jaguars, Chiefs, Eagles, Lions, that everyone's like, okay, these guys are basically in. They've all lost two games or less, right? They they mm-hmm. should, barring some major catastrophe, the math works out that where they're almost guaranteed to make the playoffs. Um, then you have those slew of five and three teams. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, five and three teams. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, six, four, and four teams, or four lost teams, and then six more, seven more of the five lo- or five lost teams. Traditionally speaking, percentage-wise, one or two of these five lost teams at this point in the season are going to make the playoffs. Now, oh. I lean more towards the Bucks because of their division. As much as I'm okay. not a Bucks fan, that division is not good. Even even this point. Going through uh, breaking down the Bucks' schedule and what the Saints and Falcons are doing and their their schedules, the Bucks could end up at the top of that division at like nine and eight or eight and nine, um, fairly easily. <clears throat> or the Falcons can go away with it by a couple games. You know, like that's going to be the way it looks. Um, okay. But the the Packers were one one of those like if they just figure out a way to play like they did the first couple games for most of the rest of the season, they'll have a good chance to to push. I mean, the Steelers is winnable. Chargers, maybe not. Lions, Chiefs, no. Giants, winnable. Buccaneers, winnable. Panthers, winnable. Vikings is always a game between them. Bears is winnable. And that puts you at that nine or eight and nine spot. And and who based on who they actually beat in the NFC gives them that little head up, like beating the Buccaneers, beating the Vikings that extra time, you know, beating the giants that extra time gives them that NFC schedule strength of schedule. to kind of push them over the spot into the wild card, like possibly. So, and I think, and I think that's where the percentages here kind of play out on this website, which is kind of why I, I really have enjoyed it so much. The only uh, dude, which still so amazing, so amazing. Like when you bring, but when you talk about like the Bucks and and how you you like them specifically, I really struggle with anything about the Bucks 
and them having that opportunity to come back. And the reason I declared them dead is, again, that defense is so bad. Uh, it's terrible. You know, you know 20 of, uh, they, they're giving up 20 points a game, 300-plus yards a game. Uh, they are, uh, I think it's five yards a play. Uh, they're the the fourth down conversion rate against them is seventy five percent. I will say they're posting a okay third down conversion rate at like thirty something uh, thirty eight. Um, but they've given up the I I think it's the eighth most touchdowns uh, on the year. You know, and then they don't run the ball. And when we talk about the NFL, it's like you have to be able to run the ball well. Which don't get me wrong, Rashad White's getting fantasy numbers, but a lot of that's catches. Um, or it's, uh, you know, they, and they have Mike Evans and they have, you know, Chris Godwin and, and, uh, um, what's his name? Otten, uh, tight end Kate Otten. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, geez. I literally almost started him, uh, in my <laughs> NFL.com league this last week. Oh, <laughs> I regretted that. Um, but yeah, I just look at that and go, I, you know, they're having to throw the ball 60% of the time. You know, to even is that any different than Tom Brady last few years there? And yes, I know, not really. But how good was that team? They made the playoffs, and that's my point. Nine. That's that's what I just said. They that's their that's their possibility. So it's their division, and that and that's why I love looking at this um, this website here and was able to break things down because the Packers at three and five. I'm sorry, they're not catching the Lions. It's just not happening. And and to be able to get into the playoffs, the easiest way to do it is win your division. The Bucks, the Bucks are a game behind the Saints, who lead the division, and they can beat the Saints. They yeah. can I mean, beat any, the Falcons. Any, any, yeah. any team could beat any team in that division. Absolutely, that's, that's what Panthers. I'm saying. Is like so. So you look at that, and you're like, the Bucks, as bad as they are, that division is so bad. Even at three and five, they hold their own fate. Yep, they, like the. The, the Packers could win most of the rest of their games and the Lions might lose two more. We're looking at, right? That's kind of what we looked at just a minute ago. They lose two more. They still win the division and the Packers are, you know, on the outside looking in possibly, you know, like, so that's, that's how you kind of break down some of this stuff here is like, yeah, the commanders are four and five and, you know, like, uh, but they're never catching the Eagles. I mean, but you know, the Broncos your, are three and five point here. The Bucks are playing three teams with winning records, where they have winning records right now on the back end of their schedule. Yeah, three. And I mean, don't get me wrong. One of them's the Forty ers uh, one of them's the Jaguars, and the other one's the Saints. Yeah, that's what they got left in terms of winning records. But that, that's okay. what I'm trying to point out to you. Like, as the more as okay. I got into okay. this, and I'm looking at the Bucks. I'm like, this Bucks team at three and five could win this division and be in the playoffs like at nine and eight or eight and nine. I mean, it could easily it, happen. So if then, they just beat the, go ahead, Grant, say it. Yeah. So, so say they, so looking at their games, so obviously, so I, I gave them a win against the Titans this week, lost the Niners, but then went at the Colts, Panthers, Falcons, Packers, all those games they could win. And then I have them dropping uh, the Jaguars and Saints at the end of the season, then winning against the Panthers for the final game. That puts them at an 80% chance to make the playoffs. And that's a nine win, eight that'd be, loss yeah, team. Yeah, that'd be would be nine and eight. Because wow. I mean, they I mean that would be going off and winning four in a row, you know. But again, that's again that's at the Colts, but it's Panthers. I mean, that's that's three out of four wow. away games. Like that's that is that would be tough to do to win, f- you know, four in a row, three of them away. 
Well, and what? and the other thing is what's really cool, and, and I don't know if you've seen it yet. If you scroll down just a little bit from like just that top part, you see the rest of the entire NFL schedule that you can pick the games. And it yeah. changes the percentages okay. based on how because right. the percentages right now are just worked on how they think the games are going to end up. Yep. You can actually be yeah. like, okay, so what if the Saints drop that extra game? Or what if they don't drop that extra game that you know they're computing they think they might? Right. So and you can really play with these numbers and figure out like, okay, well, the Saints Dude, should win this game. They won't my win. My wife that game. is gonna hate me. Because I'm gonna got <laughs> this forever. My, I'm gonna blame you, Mike. Mike just ruined couch. our weekend. Like <laughs> This is where I'm going to sit now after every week on Monday. I'm going to be like, okay, like, okay. well, this team wins this. Well, this team wins this. week. Yeah, this is how the Seahawks can still make the playoffs. This is how the 49ers can host the, uh, the, or get the bye week or host the playoff game as division winner. Like, dang, man, full this on, is so fun. Full on, Mike. I probably wasn't listening to most of what you were saying. I was literally. No, that's okay. Running, I get so I, into I was, it already. I was running through the Niners, the Seahawks, now the Bucks. I was doing the Lions. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well. Mike, you've convinced me that I may have been wrong about a thing or two, specifically about the Bucks. I don't know if I'm a buyer on the Packers still because I just think their talent is that bad. But Baker Mayfield has played some excellent football, uh, especially in stretches here. And if they can figure out the back end of that defense, and some of those matchups apparently against eighty percent chance. <laughs> yeah, against other quarterbacks that I might take Baker in over like someone like yeah. Jordan Love or Bryce Young at right. this point, or some of that kind right. of stuff. Well, and as so, far as losing records go as well, like, yeah, I, I, I don't really truly believe in the Packers. They have the percentage up being higher for them than the Bucks. But if you look marginally, at seven, it's marginally, it's 7%. Yeah. yeah. But 22 to 14%, everybody's oh, like, yeah. oh, that means nothing, basically, right? Yeah. So, but at the same time, the Bucks have an easier path, right? Um, yeah. and, and you go back and you look at the Falcons, oh who have gosh. a losing record. They're four and five. They, this team has an easier path than some of these other yeah. teams, even at five and three, right? Um, look, look at what, you know, I mean, dude, I'm to just, the NFC North, two of those teams probably aren't making the playoffs in the NFC North. Like, well, who's it going to be? Well, dude, well obviously, much, yeah, obviously much, the, 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 the Packers path might actually be easier than any of those AFC North teams to get to the playoffs. Like, I, really, I don't know, bro. I'm this looking, is a nightmare they have I'm, to run through. Oh, the Packers? The Packers is terrible. Yes, they have yeah, a Yeah, this schedule. next four weeks, it's at Steelers, then it's the Chargers, at Lions, at Chiefs. Those are four losses in a row right there. <laughs> I don't know. They could beat the Steelers. It depends on which Steelers team they shows They can up. definitely. That's fair. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so many teams should have beaten the Steelers. Um, but, I mean, they, they have Go one, the two, three, four games left against winning teams. The the Packers do, and they got some uglies. I mean, they're going to lose ugly at the Lions. They're going to lose yeah. ugly at home against the Chiefs. Well, you that's know, it, they, and that's and that's yeah. why I picked the Bucks over the Packers here. Like as your surprise end of season make playoffs is because of like who's I at the top the of their Bucks division. You make squeeze it in, they, dude. I don't hate it. They've got to play. They got to play the Lions and the wow. Vikings still, which I would pick both of those teams to beat the Packers right now. Yeah, right. Yep. So, sure. <clears throat> but when you're with the Bucks, you look at the Bucks. You're like, well, they've got to play the Saints a couple times and the Falcons again. Like. The okay. Bucks could eat, win all those games. Yeah. Oh, what the crud. So, well, nobody likes no, to hear that. So good. But this is so good. So I just want to throw it out there again. New York Times 2023 NFL playoff picture. Search yeah. that in your Google. It should come right up right at the top. Click on it. Well, and your life will be completely changed. Every Monday, you're going to come in here and be like, all right, what happens if my team does this, this, and this? And then all of my other division mates do these things. And you're like, oh, well, what if they do? And you're and you're going to switch out for like an hour trying to figure out how your team's going to make the playoffs. 
I am I'm a hundred percent certain that none of the people on this podcast have ever subscribed to an online newspaper. Uh, might like that might need to be a thing. You can have my money, New York Times. That is so it's cool. A, it's a dollar a week for the first six months. That's all. That's all football's playing for anyway. Hey, football season. There we go. I. <laughs> uh, well, I got some stuff for you guys tonight. I encourage everybody. Seriously, we're not trying to oversell. This. Mike literally just dropped that on us. We. We're not acting in our reactions like Dude, that is, insane, is a game changer. Man. Go check that out right now. Um, but I got some stuff that I wanted to hit you guys with this week. You like you guys did a great job last week on uh, on on trivia. Like it was a genuine surprise to me. So I I did. Did you drop your game? I did make it. Uh, yeah, I made it borderline impossible. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I'm Jameson's like uh, challenge accepted, um, <laughs> but here we go. All in sync. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna start with uh, we had some we had some rookie quarterback stuff this week. Uh, I'm gonna start with this one. In his loss to the Browns Sunday, Clayton Tune became the first rookie quarterback what? to be a shutout in his first in in their first start since 2014. Okay. You lost the game, you got shut out. First time it's happened since 2014. Can you name the last quarterback that got shut out in 2014 that happened? It happened in, in the year 2014. Happened in the year 2014 in their that debut. A, that a, that a quarterback got shut out? It is a name that's known to all of us. Sorry, I think of rookies in 2014. Yep. Uh one person on this podcast that I expect to get this. And it's not necessarily because they played on their team. Was it? I'm trying to think of 2014. Uh, That's a that long time ago. That's almost 10 years ago. What's that? Wait, no. What did Mike say? Was that the Manziel year? That is the Manziel year. But was he the one that did that? Yes. It is oh, Johnny okay. Manziel. That is who I expected to get that question. Okay. If one of you guys I- was going to get it, I thought it would be Mike. <laughs> I was because, like, Johnny, I'm pretty sure 2014 was Johnny Manziel. Yeah. So, so Johnny quick, football. Quick story, not known to to most people about uh, Mike's appearances on this podcast. It uh, does have a little bit to do with just our dialogue, uh, hanging out together, uh, me and Mike and Jameson as we were going to and from California, um, watching 49ers play the Rams, and that's kind of how like that stuff kind of spurred up. But Mike's football knowledge for me goes back to 2014 when he disgustingly and I mean disgustingly called 17 first round picks while we were watching the draft together and I got super pissed at him including this one like Johnny Manziel getting drafted where he did to the Browns like 22nd I, right wasn't 22nd I to wanted the to shoot him I was like how are you doing this go live in Vegas like this makes no <laughs> sense Anybody that can do what he did that year, like, should just live in Vegas and throw down cash. It was ridiculous. Um, so that's why I thought he might get that, uh, remembering that year. Uh, because that's when uh, when I was like, uh, hey, I, I can probably have some conversations about football with this guy. Um, so yeah, we hadn't next known question. each other very long by then. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. Which running back leads running backs in receptions so far? In receptions? Yep. Ooh. Which running back leads all running backs in receptions so far? Is it Bijan? 
is not Bajon. He's not getting the touches recently. He is not currently no. in the top three, actually. Although so, he has he has plenty, but Gibbs has come on lately, but I don't think he had enough at the beginning of the year. Um I mean, an obvious guess would be CMC. CMC is in the top three. He's not leading. I'll give mm. I'll, I'll, I'll give a fifteen second window. We'll cue the Jeopardy music that we can't afford to pay the royalties for. <laughs> Mostert. No. <laughs> no, it's not Mostert. Uh, I said second place's name out loud already today. I've not said first place. Yeah. Swifty, no. Bad guesses. Kamara missed four games. This can't be him. Wait. I don't know. He's... Is it White? White is second. It Kamara did have a couple monster, like he had like a 12 reception game. Is it Kamara? It is Kamara. Okay. Kamara leads the league even with four games missed with wow. 43 catches. That's, yeah. That's the and name it's I wanted not to say, but I was like, close. Yeah, he missed four games. Close. I was like, there's no way. Rashad White is second with 33. He has him by dude, 10. Well, no, because Alvin Kamara had a game. Like, I w- was my stat of the week is that he had like 13 catches for like 30 yards, and it was like the most <laughs> that a, a, anyone has ever caught and had that few yards. Uh, yeah. yards. So that makes yeah. sense. They that, legit was, that was my stat of the ball downfield. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the only reason I thought of White is because I've been watching him during fantasy, and I was like, the Bucks are gaining no yardage in rushing. How is he scoring like 13, 14 points a game? Okay, mm-hmm. you guys have gotten the first two. We're we're gonna um, <laughs> we're gonna get get a little further into this now. All right, can you name the quarterback who is twenty eighth in completion percentage? Don't worry, there's more to coming at sixty two percent, but seventh in touchdowns and in yards. Seventh in touchdowns and yards. Twenty eighth in completion percentage. But seventh in touchdowns. And I know. Yards. I know. C.J. Stroud has like a sixty-two percent completion percentage. Are there more than six people that have more passing yards than him? I would say C.J. Stroud. Holy crap! You got it on the first guess. I hate in you guys. one. That was such a good one. In one. Are What's you up? kidding me? I hate See, you. I, okay, I was thinking like fine, Mayfield or something. Fine. Matt, we watch football like you do. Like, I have the ultimate one that there is no way you're going to get. And I did this on purpose. Yes, it's like some you guys ma- can suck yeah, an egg. Some mailman <laughs> from 1968. Yeah. Uh... Dude, oh my gosh. Did I really get it? It's some, some really obscure. Dude. You know who the, you know the names. You okay. know the names. All right. It does. This one has. Who was the first string backup quarterback well. in 1970? No, no. These are elite performances. All right. See, we mentioned earlier, CJ Stroud smashed the rookie passing yards uh, in a single game record with 470 yards, surpassing Andrew Luck's 433. He also became only the third quarterback ever to throw for 470 in a single game with five or more touchdowns. Can you name the other two? To help you, I'll give you the dates that each quarterback did it. So had for over 405? 470 or more yards okay. and five or more touchdowns. Five or more t- Okay. Here we go. Give me the First year. one is October 26, 2014. Oh. This person went Sounds like four for... Uh, not a bad guess. 
Uh, this person, but it's not him. Uh, it, this person went four for 49 with 522 yards and six touchdowns. Is it Roethlisberger? I freaking hate you guys. <laughs> I freaking I, hate you guys. That By the way, he had, like five, he had like seven games where he had five touchdowns or more. No, yeah, he had, a, he, had a, he had a crazy. He even did well because it was, it was when AB Jacks, was just believe, insane. Yeah. Well, there's and, that it, too. It, insane in like insane at football, well, not his, insane in the brain. His <laughs> his uh, his receiving core was pretty legit. Yeah, uh, for a fat minute. Okay, here's so one. The here's one. the one you won't get. <laughs> this this was the ace up the sleeve to make sure you didn't beat me. Um, October twenty eighth, nineteen sixty two. Uh, this person went twenty-seven for thirty-nine. He only threw the. He only had twenty-seven completions for five hundred and five yards. Well, you catch a ball back then, you run forever because nobody knows to play defense. And seven touchdowns. Johnny Unitas. Not a bad, not a bad guess. Played the era, but no. What? Wait, and what year did you say? Sixty-two. Nineteen sixty-two. My. Did it against the Redskins. He played for the 49ers. What? No, this quarterback was not playing for the 49ers. That, I said, no, did that, he play no, for the 49ers? That. That is, that's the question? If, if yeah. this guy played for the 49ers. I don't know if I'm At giving you point. this many. I don't know. I already told you who he did against. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm going to okay. be like, okay. oh, I can't you, give you any didn't more. play for the Redskins. You didn't play for play, the Colts. I can't give you any more hints than he played in 1962. That hey, I away. told you how many yards. <laughs> I told you how many yards, how many completions, and that he did it against the Redskins. So this guy would be okay. around a hundred. I think I know this. Be over Matt, 100 years old now. You're going to hate me. I think I know this. Because oh of God. some of the deep dive stuff I did earlier I'm in the going year. To throw. Right, Mike, Mike, say it, say it, say it. Um, because of the year oh and God. prolific passers, then oh my God. I'm it's going to literally lose my crap. And he did play for the 49ers, which is why I even know about this guy. Because he's one of the most. It's Tittle. Bro, right? just say it. Why Tittle? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> the ace Let's up the go. sleeve, huh? Are you I, kidding? I me? went through I went through quarterback <laughs> stuff for you guys earlier oh, this year. Man. Let's that's go! That's a back to back weeks, me. Matthew. Matt, oh my God. you set me up for this. You set me you up for people. this, and you didn't even know it. You know, actually, go. to this podcast, there is no way they should know this crap. It's not like they're getting it on their ninth uh, guess. This is like the first guess. They said two freaking names total. Ben Roethlisberger. You and- said you Johnny Unitas. That's the only other oh, one. Yeah. You said three quarterbacks, and you got the two out of three quarterback names. Well, no, he said Peyton Manning. All right, four. Yeah, you did. You did say Son Peyton of Manning. A God. Yeah. But that was before I you finished it. your question. Yeah, I was. I was just taking. A, I was like hitting the buzzer too. Soon. A shot in the dark. Yeah. I hate you, people. Matt, you had me do deep dive oh on quarterback gosh. stuff earlier, Matt. There is no, how like the you know piss- what. You didn't Matt? watch football in 1962. No, but we liked football as much as you. You were, like, we're, you were a like twinkle talk. in the twinkle of an, somebody's eye yet, bro. My mom wasn't even born yet. I, geez. I, I, something you don't know, Matt, is my family, my dad's dad, my dad, um, they've literally kept the records for the NFL um, since my grandfather started watching football in like the 40s. So my dad literally has notebooks full of all the stats from the NFL from okay. like the 40s. I and I grew up with that. I uh, sure and I because I understand. Like I I grew up reading Sports Almanacs. 
Yeah, like, yeah. My so grandma kind of got me one. When, my great grandma got me one when I was like eight years old because she knew that I love sports. And so, like, all that's what I read. Like, I love stats. I can tell you a stupid amount about Barry Bonds, <laughs> like, especially pre 1999. Um, uh, I mean, when he got really good? <laughs> when his head grew three times the size, just that miraculously day. started uh, hitting 500 yeah. home runs, <laughs> getting walked. It's because like he was just watching more film. Year. But yeah, no, yeah, I like practice. I did the same thing. So, but it is shocking to me. It is shocking to me sometimes when you when you can bring along equals, and that's why we do this crap and we argue about stuff where we can just go at it because, like, genuinely, I thought I had it. I freaking thought I had it this week. I how the piss did Mike know? Why a tittle? I mean, geez. you made you, you had me do a deep dive on quarterback stuff earlier this year. I did I know I did? All right, I mean, like I went back in the I day. I went back to like the 30s for you guys on that quarterback <laughs> thing. Like I, well, why a tittle is is one of the most prolific. If why a tittle was playing today, man, he numbers would be phenomenal. I'm just saying. Why oh. a tittle was the pistol Pete Maravich of the quarterback position. He was just a absolutely player. just air it out when nobody else was airing it out. He did that, by the way, as a member of the Giants. Giants, okay. yes. Yeah, Giants against the Redskins. I was trying uh, to go divisional division opponent. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that would have to be someone in that division. Yeah. Frank Gifford, by the way, I believe caught four of those touchdowns in that game. Didn't lead the team in yards, but he caught four of those touchdowns. So, um, Great fantasy okay. numbers. Well, Good Grant, job, Mike. It's your, it's your turn. All righty. It is pick em time. Oh, I am oh, so excited, We do excited, have to Grant. have a discussion. What? I'm so excited, Grant. For this right here. Yes. Yeah. Well, we, we don't mean to break your heart, but we do need to have a discussion because Grant and I listened to a portion of the podcast earlier and it validated uh, a concern that I had. There was a certain player that did not play Sunday. And on this podcast, we did agree. But here, agree. Let, let me let me say this, though. But I remember say, distinctly saying I might pick the Rams even if Matt Stafford doesn't play because they've got Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup. And those two are better than probably anyone on the Packers. And then Matt I was like, oh, okay, okay, we won't do that. You did, you did, you, we did, <laughs> did kind of convince you over there to do that. So as much as I personally would love to just, you know, watch that game. I'm just saying Stafford didn't play. And I said, are we doing the thing? And everybody you said, did. everybody initially said yes. But then the final word was. We were going with it no matter what. I bu- that's for my. And I, I said I'm picking the Packers say, no matter what. I did say the same thing where I said I would probably still pick the the Rams regardless. But I was like in my head, I was like, oh, Matt Stafford's probably going to play. Why are you but, guys screwing me over? I, I, I just say I'm, I'm in last place. Dude, this I'm would also, help me. I'm in last place, and I I know. But why would I listen to the two of you? That would be like a first. You. You, well, okay, you, I listen you, to him. Okay, well, you <laughs> also did the podcast with the two of us for like two years first. Yeah, well. As I, I mean, said, doesn't mean you were listening to us. No, that's fair. Um, so all right, fine. We can keep it integrity. in. We can. Oh, yeah. Of course you would. Of course you would. You, if there was a train Listen. coming by, you'd lay yourself down in front of it. You empathetic mush ball. <laughs> okay. Freaking no. Okay, but the loser. other thing we were, we were saying. So that means that we will have to to keep it okay. even because we're at five games, five games, five games, and then we went to six for this one. Yeah. So for a little bit until we get back to like an even number, like because we we have now currently picked forty six games. So we need to get it off, off. Is what you're saying. Back to 50. Like, well, back to, we need to do for five more weeks. We got to do six. No, I don't want to do that. I literally do told this you. This week. What? Or we could, or we could do four this week. What? Get to 50. 
Uh, we can do that. I would why, rather why do it? four this week because this so week we can, sucks. Why is it even even number? Okay, uh, do you want to take off? Yeah, let me let me look at one of them. We can uh, take why off does it even need to be an even number? I think we're good. I, Just keep going. I don't. See, I like the even number. See, I think that's a wipe. This one? I no, the next one. I don't think that's. I think we're all gonna go to the left there. For yeah, for those that are looking, this one that I'm highlighting. Yeah, probably. Yeah, are we all going there? Because we're all going there, let's kill that one. I'm not even looking at. I have to pull the dock up on my phone. I have two okay. going on on my computer. Well, that's the one we're highlighting, and we all think we're we would be taking the away team. That makes sense. I mean, that's who I got. Definitely, he definitely would. I like. I think Jamison would be the most likely to take the team on the left. Uh, I don't know what one you're talking about because it doesn't wanna- highlight on my phone. So. Oh, so there's uh, the the toilet bowl, the divisional game next to it, then the my team, and then the one after that is the one we're second discussing. to last. Second to last. Oh we're yeah, t- I would. Uh, the, yeah, I would take that. The away team. The okay, yeah. then let's kill that one. All right, we the decision made on podcast. Grant, take it away. Okay, so we had six games to pick from this week, so. I'll just go in the order that I have it. So I went three and three. Um, obviously, where I where I swung correctly was the Steelers, uh, the Bengals, and the Eagles. Um, so I went three and three for this week. Jameson also went three and three this week. He got Bengals, Ravens, uh, Eagles. That's where he got it right. And then Matt, you went four and two. Uh, you got Bengals, Ravens, uh, Eagles, Chiefs. And Mike, you went a whopping five and one with going Bengals, yep. Ravens, Steelers, Packers, Eagles, and where your loss was the Dolphins. Otherwise, I mean, so Doesn't you really would have gone overseas. So really, if we didn't include that game, you would have went five and zero. Oh. International waters. I want a, I want a half point. I said if it was on American soil, I would have picked the Chiefs. <laughs> horse. Uh, wait, what else? I, I, horse. I, uh, I was going to say close on the counts zagged. and horse. It was, that was my that was my spiritual zag, and I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> spiritual zag. Why? Okay. So <laughs> after tallying it up, we have a new f- person in first place. So th- last three weeks, the first place has we it's been a different person. Okay. So this week, our first place because he went a strong five and one is Mike at twenty eight and eighteen. Hats off to you, Mike. Yep. <clears throat> uh, I am in second place at twenty seven and nineteen. Um. And Matt went full, uh, didn't go. You went four and two, but Matt, you are 26 and 20. Coming for you. And Jameson is 24 and 22. So there's a little bit of a, a drop. Like, the, usually we've all within, been within a game. Jameson going three and three, dropped him back two games to the next closest. But hey, Jameson, I believe in you. Uh, we got this. Rally this I'm, week. I'm getting them all. I, I don't know why right. I said we got this. All right, well, week. then let Jameson go first. All right, Jameson. So this first one, we've got the toilet bowl. Like this is the ultimate toilet bowl because they, like we had said earlier, their combined record is three and 14. It is the Panthers at the bears kicking off this terrible week of matchups at Thursday night football. I'm taking the bears. Panthers Panthers at bears taking the home team. I'm taking the bears. They've at least shown that they can do like a singular thing here and there. Yes, that's fair. Well, the Panthers have, they have a singular win. (laughs) <laughs> they do uh, you know hey. <clears throat> all right Mike, we'll wins- go you- yeah uh, 
I'm I'm going to say that uh, the Bears honestly don't care who wins this game because they both first round picks are theirs from these both these teams. So that's true. I think they they the pan I should say the Panthers don't care who wins this game because the Bears have both their first picks. The go. Bears probably right. want to win this game, so the Panthers keep it that one with the with the yeah. Cardinals down there at that one win. Um, yeah, I just the Bears just have more horses. Um, Fields might be back. Uh, they just they have a better run game. A DJ, they have a DJ Moore. They have a they DJ have Moore. Sweat, who they paid a lot of money to, by the way. Oh my yeah. gosh, I forgot Montez Sweat got paid um, this week. But that's at least, <laughs> and and while these aren't great pieces, I mean, so they're so they're good pieces. That's good pieces. better than what. Oh yeah, Panthers. Have. A conversation I want to have at some point though is how did the Bears get rid of Warcon Smith last year and then pick up Montez Sweat? Like how those two together would have been fun, phenomenal on that team. That's yeah. because they're a dumpster fire of an organization. Bingo. That's the yeah. Tish preach. from the head down. All right. Um, yeah. So I'm picking. I'm picking Bears. Okay, Matt. How about you? Uh, we may be looking at a sweep here. Uh, I am. I'm Bears with or without Justin Fields. They just have better like roster right now. And it's at home. And it's home. Um, you know, and if there's weather, especially bears, bears are come off a dump on them. Bears, bears play this week. They did. Yeah, because they did. Yeah, because Foreman was a was a trendy uh, start this last week. Okay, I don't. I guess I don't remember who they played. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree with Matt. A sweep here. I'm going Bears as well. So I will go first for this next one. This next one that we got is Browns at the Ravens. This, this is actually going to be a good game. I think. Yes, I think it's this, gonna be a game. I, I really yep. think I really think there's only two like good game, good matchups this week. It's this one and the next one. Um, but uh, I'm gonna go Ravens. I just think they're a more balanced team. Um, and it is at home again, so they get two back to back wins. They they won really easily against Seattle. Didn't have to like it wasn't like this exhaustive grind out game where they kind of wore themselves out. I mean, Lamar and Jackson it's in even, Baltimore, and it's in Baltimore, so. Lamar Jackson even played the fourth quarter most of that game. So I'm going to go Ravens right there. I'll go. Hmm. This is going to be like a 17 14 game or something. Um, Probably. Those defenses are so good. Yeah, let's go. Let's go Ravens. I think they have the better rut. Oh, man. Dang. I'm zagging. Let's go Browns. Whoa. Ooh. Whoa. There we go. You yeah, know, I, I'm gonna take don't that let run change game. It. Don't let him change it. Right I'm gonna now. take. <laughs> it's on there. It's on there. It's on there. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't hate that pick because I was kind of low key on the Browns earlier to start this season as well. But I just think they're getting stiffer competition now. Well, there, there's that, and with as good as the Browns' defense is, maybe the best in the league. The Ravens' defense is right there, but they also have a potential a top three at least right now, currently MVP. Uh, the most valuable player on that side of the ball where that just isn't the case yeah, uh, yeah. for the Browns and it's a home game for them as well. So I'll, I'll lean Ravens here, but I do think it's going to be a really good game. And I honestly wouldn't be super surprised if the Browns squeak this one out like they have with these other crazy defensive performances they put up. Yeah. Makes sense. Wait, you just said lots of good things. Ravens. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm going with Jameson and Grant here. I do not like Mike's zag with the Browns. Deshaun could be back. That might not even be a good thing. (laughs) You know. Yeah, there's that. Yep. I yeah. No, I'm 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 just going 
When Ravens. Oh, by the way, uh, Bears lost to the Saints this last week. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's right. Um, the yeah, there's just no reason not to. The Ra- Ravens are not playing hurt. They're playing good ball. They just destroyed a team. The momentum's there. I mean, they've destroyed three oh, good a teams. Lot of, a lot of good teams. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of momentum. I'm just going to ride that wave. It's good okay. enough. So why don't we go to the, the ones who have a vested interest in this one first? That's so, fair. all right. So the next game. Also, pretty much the other good like good game, like exciting game that I'm looking forward to watch, um, which I can't really, because I believe there's also a 10 a.m. slot. Yeah. That's I'm recording this one. Um, so it is the 49ers at Jacksonville at the Jaguars going to clown town. So Matt, where are you going? Um, Wait, what's your thought process? So thought process is both these teams are coming off by week. Yes. Both of them. 49ers have the most games against uh, teams that possess a bye week uh, before playing them. Uh, they had the Bengals a couple weeks ago. Yep. They have the Bengals. Browns, they have the right. Jags. Browns, they have uh, all correct. Yep, um, they. I think they they have the Ravens as well. Um, super fun. Looking forward to that. Um, but no, there's they have they. Uh, there was a stat that came out this last week, and I'll just quickly summarize and say they have uh, they have the <clears throat> most games played against, or sorry, they have played against the most rested teams in the NFL so far, and that's hit each of the last three consecutive weeks where the other team had gotten at least one or more days of extra rest than them before playing that game, i.e. the Browns uh, yeah. getting that bye week and all that stuff. So Niners, you know, the reason for that three-game skid was a few different factors, uh, for sure, injuries included. Hall of Fame left tackle sitting on the bench uh, will do that. Um, you look at their numbers running the ball to the left, it's been horrible. Um, but Trent's going to practice tomorrow. Debo's playing this week. Chase Young is going to start opposite of uh, Mr. Bosa. Ouch. And I just got to believe there's no way in the world this team is capable of losing four, four games in a, row. a row. I just just too good. And not that the Jaguars are bad. That's a division winning team. They should. They should. I hope make a good run in the playoffs. I like the Jaguars a lot. Love where they're trending and what they've done to that team uh, this last year. We may have missed an opportunity uh, to call out uh, Mr. Peterson as a coach of the year candidate earlier, um, you know. But uh, I'm going to take the 49ers at the Jaguars in hopefully a good matchup. Um, but usually when the Niners win, it's more in that seven to ten plus range. So yeah, I like that. It's funny. I, I will hear. Anyway, Mike, you go. You go. I want to hear, hear what you got to say. Uh, what, what I've got to say is a I rarely pick against my own team because I'm a homer like that. Um, even if it plays out negatively, but it's my life. Jameson gets what I'm, yeah, yeah. Jameson gets what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. 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 If Jameson, you're a fan, you might that, as well just go for it. Was that trending? <laughs> <laughs> but the 49ers have really struggled against the run game. Um, ETN has come on late here. The Jaguars decided, you know what? Good. Running the ball is actually a good thing in the NFL. Let's try that for a while. And they've really good at it. Um, and the short, you know, I, I count the short passing game to ETN as part of the run game. Of course, as most teams are right now, um, and and so this could be a bad matchup for the 49ers with their with their terrible run defense that they've had the last few weeks. But I think a week off, full rest, adding a potential great player on the other side of Bosa to relieve some of these. I mean, because Bosa has been one of the most double team players in the league for good reason. Um, NFL Player of the Year last year and everything. So I think it opens things up. 
yeah, it's 49ers. I, there's so much I could say. It, this team has to get better. They have to come back from this bye, being the team that they were at the beginning of the year. This defense, whatever is going on with this defense needs fixed. I don't know what it is. There's just something wrong. Leave, quit blitzing. Quit blitzing, quit blitzing, One quit blitzing. God, quit blitzing. <laughs> don't need like, blitz. Just, just cover the field where you're supposed to, and I think this team will be fine. So I'll pick 49ers. Grant? Yeah. Um, it's funny. What I was going to say is like uh, last time, the last game we picked Niners was Niners Bengals. And I said, there is no way I see the Niners losing three in a row. <laughs> and then, and then, then the Bengals uh, showed up and Joe Burrow did his thing, but Joe Burrow's like second best quarterback in the league. He's getting healthy. Um, but I am going to stick with uh, the, these two guys here. I don't envision them losing four in a row. Um, I just don't see that happening. I think this will be a good game. If the Jaguars win, I'm also not gonna like be like completely shocked because Jags are a good team. They're well, it's they're, an East Coast swing for a West Coast team. Yeah, like like I, I totally think they're both coming off a of bias, so I don't think that there's I, I, I don't think there's much of like a, a leg up in that way. Both arrested, both are at least you guys are going to be healthy. Jags have been healthy for the most part. Um, but yeah, I just don't see four in a I don't see four losses in a row. Um if, if that happens, I think that's I mean, again, I'll, I'll get, I guess I'll, I might uh, drop down to third place in these pickems, but I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't lose lose that much ground on you guys if you guys pick them as well. So I'm going Niners as well. Um, I just think that they got to get back right, and I, they, I just think they will. See, here's my predicament. <laughs> mm. You could, you could get I a game to, on us. I have to play the game at some point, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm two games back from third place. And so far, we're like lining up, and that's not really any room to to move up, Jameson. But 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 let me let me tell you, as someone who's perennially been at the bottom, I'll just I need to go to the ATM. I need to get like twenty more bucks. <laughs> I, the next <laughs> yeah, one's yeah. gonna hit. I can feel I, it. I mean, yeah. Don't you know that hundred percent of gamblers lose right before they hit big? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've played the game, and when I've played the game, I have been at the bottom. Just saying, I'm not yeah. doing that anymore. But it's also because I came up. Go with, with what you know is what we're saying. <laughs> my go with what you know. My my thing is obviously you guys know I like the Jags, but yeah, like they I think all of us like the Jags here. They, they all they, do. They can, win, they can this win this game, game, but like the 49ers will not lose this game. I there like we go. they just will not. They is, they is can't, the problem. Like, I think I think the. Niners have put themselves in predicament where they yeah they can't afford to lose this. The Jags could. Like the if, Jags can. If they beat the Bengals, I might pick the Jags. Like that's yep. that's kind of where I'm at here. Um, let me just let me do this for the Are sake of the, the game. I'm, I'm going to go with the Jags for the sake of the game. Ooh. But I just but I want it to be I want it to be known that like the 49ers are not going to lose four games in a row. There's okay. this was my They're, Cowboys pick a few weeks ago against the Niners. Be, they can't be what? What would it be like? Five and four? Like that can't be possible. They'd be yeah, five and yeah. four. Yeah, they would be. That can't be possible. So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna say the Jags just right. because this would be the one chance where, like, there is pick one a legit opportunity well, for me to get one up on everybody okay. else. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst zag in the world, but it's not the worst zag. Jam- Jameson, I'm gonna give you the opportunity to hold that statement. Okay, Grant, let's go to the last one. Okay, if Jameson wants to change what he just said, we're gonna let him. Okay. Let's go to the last one, see where it lands us. We'll let Jameson go last again. Okay. So this is Saints at the Vikings. Not a great game. 
in terms of like these aren't like two like I mean they're probably playoff teams like currently they are playoff teams currently yeah, is, yeah, they're, they're division leader and I already division, know who I'm taking here is the problem uh, but yes because <laughs> the Saints are the Saints and have shown nothing to be excited about. The Vikings have shown to be excited about stuff, but they don't have a certain quarterback, and they got Josh Dobbs. Oh, dear God. We all know what he's doing. We all know what he's doing. The James <laughs> going to do? It's almost as bad as if the Rams were playing in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. We all know what Dude, he's doing. I, really, I, think, I think we've picked I didn't think about that when I saw it. Quite a few times, and maybe okay. that's what screwed you up, Jameson, is because you just... Let, and we put in a few Rams games, so it's you pick the Rams... Won't pick the Saints. Yeah. And that's why you might Bro, be two games out of third let's just Let's just run it real quick. Okay. Well, I that's legitimately you, think... I'm, I'm just going to go no. first. I legitimately think that the Vikings are going to win just straight up. Okay. Like, all, like, are, all jokes aside. Uh, are we hurting him or helping him? I I am going to go Saints. Uh-oh. Uh, I don't think Mike is. I, uh, <laughs> Based on I, his reaction to you. I am I going Saints. Just because... <laughs> Josh Dobbs did have a good week last week. He did not have that very much in the Cardinals. He played fine. He played fine. Dobbs has overperformed this year. He's a smarter quarterback than Derek Carr is (laughs) with a better coach and I maybe not better weapons, but like potentially. This is going to sound horrible when I say it. Derek Carr is like nine times prettier than him. Okay. (laughs) Well, he has alopecia. It's not his fault. I, I I am going to go Saints as my zag. I I this is mainly a zag. This is and there, him. there there is a there is a I don't know why, but I have a feeling the Saints are going to win. Well, if they win, it's going to be because uh, Olave uh, finally started catching the ball consistently, and uh, Michael that. Thomas actually caught a pass because he had a blank sheet this last week. Um, and washed. Kamara, you know, gets 200 total yards and three touchdowns. That's that's what's going to have to happen for them to win this game. I am definitely taking the Vikings at home as well. I can think Resurgent, of a pretty, uh, doesn't matter who plays quarterback. Moment. Pretty Dude. key moment in history where these two teams played in uh, in Minnesota. This would have been years ago in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah. Uh, oh, bad bad luck bad luck for the Saints in there. Okay, digs it somewhere um, else. If, by I the way, if if this if the Vikings make the playoffs, is O'Connell not in the coach of the year conversation? Absolutely. No, he would be at that point. Yeah, because I'm, I'm with sure. the Kirk Cousins loss, obviously. You, you not take your two best players and put them on on IR, and you still make the playoffs. And you trade away the other one, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I think I, I'm also just going to say it up front. I'm just going with the Vikings. Um, the Vikings have this player called Daniel Hunter. Um. That the Saints are not going to be able to stop, and Derek Talks Carr likes him. to take Derek Derek Carr likes to take sacks already anyway, so yeah. he's just going to take a few more and probably throw an interception or two. And okay, and Dobbs Jameson. Just, <laughs> well, it, it's just the way it is, it's, and it's true. And Dobbs has overperformed on a terrible Cardinals team this year, and he came in this last week with what two days preparation. And was literally learning their snap, their special snap counts on the yep. sideline ten minutes before the game, and he comes oh, yeah. out and wins. We had, like, no, like, yeah, we, we had talk- fun with that earlier today. But that, I mean, I'm sorry I missed it, but that yeah, the, he's he's playing, he's overplaying, and there's a reason the Vikings traded for him because the Vikings are like, okay, he's on a terrible team. The Cardinals don't care. Murray's coming back, and we need somebody, and he's playing out of his mind on a terrible team. So, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to have a whole week with the Vikings. There's going to be some growing pains. 
This is the perfect team to go up against for growing pains, by the way. Saints defense has underperformed this year, not been as good as everybody thought they were going to be. This is the year they get back. This is their get back right game. This is the Vikings are going to come in and just and just they're just going to win this game. And and they're okay. It's just the way it is. All right, Jameson. Yeah. You're taking you're you're taking the Vikings. Yeah. I'm taking the Saints. So are you sticking with the 49ers? Or I mean, sorry, with the Jags. Yes. I, okay. I still need like I Playing still need that one. That's the only one where yeah. you three do one thing and I do one. You could and, get two on Grant. Yeah. And of of the games where Stop. I would zag off of an obvious pick, like this is the one where it could actually happen for me. You don't want to pick it's, the Panthers? No. <laughs> I don't want to watch <laughs> the Panthers. You don't, you, you don't you want to play the game that bad, huh? No. You're willing to take in that sense, though, you're willing to take the Jaguars to beat the 49ers. The risk reward the Panthers, to that the Zag, the risk Dude, reward the to the Zag of Jags over Niners is better than trying to pick Carolina. Okay, to win a I, I agree. Right. I think the Jags could could win this game. This is going to be a real good game. It's the East Coast swing. It's it's the Jaguars are playing great football. I mean, honestly, the Jaguars have the better QB in this game, straight up. Yeah, and. They might uh, CMC is out there, so he's got the better running back for the Niners. But ETN lately has is looks like another CMC out that, there. That like gap is so not good. is not an insane gap. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. And and the receiving core, I'd give it to the 49ers. But man, the like, blasphemy that just Jones, spewed on this Calvin show, Ridley Jr. What? Ingram, what, what? What blasphemy? What did you just? Uh, hold on, I was half paying attention. Did you just say that the CMC? To a certain other running back gap was not that far. The last few weeks, ETN has looked like CMC. Look at his numbers, man. Bro, who wasn't playing for the 49ers? I'm not saying he is. I'm saying he's they're using him as and he's looking that way. But if if he can be 80% of CMC with a better quarterback and still having weapons like that narrows the gap a little bit top to bottom. Well, yeah. After Mike gets out of 49er fan hell, uh, we can have <laughs> some other discussions. But dear Lord, I, I understand you're breaking down the game, but also I want to be done with the segment. Technically, right I, now, the Jaguars are the better team. They have a better they have a better record. I so picked I'm, the 49ers, Matt. I picked the 49ers. I'm letting you, you see that, right? I picked the 49ers. Now, I will say I'm just this. Saying, hey, something about being lukewarm, Mike. Jamison picking the Jags is are not you, a bad Are you equating being a Niners fan to... Okay. <laughs> and, I, and I will say this, too. Um, a couple of years ago, the <laughs> Rams spiritual zag. A, a couple of years ago, the Rams went through the same thing to get to their Super Bowl, where in the middle of their season, November specifically, they dropped... They didn't win a game in November. They had a bye week in there, and they lost three of the four weeks that they played. One of those weeks yep. was a bye. They went to the Super Bowl and they won the Super Bowl. So you guys could be five and four and have a weird lull in the middle of the season. Obviously, you wouldn't have a bye to then recoup and come out of it. But uh, it could just be that weird midseason stretch. And then the Niners do what they do. They get a game back at home and then they just run it and do what they did the end of the season last year. Essentially, just don't lose. I hope so. I'd be, I mean, I do expect the runs. I mean, when you looked when we were looking at this stuff earlier. I expect the 49ers to do really well. I just want to give a bunch of crap to Mike. Um, mostly. It's but not me. I, I do want to get into uh, fantasy football stuff before we wrap up the episode. Um, this is a half apology, half I told you so that's coming. 
Um, Mike, I literally listened to myself say it on the show. If Stafford's playing, pick up Henderson and start him. I can corroborate I, that. We I literally, we heard that part when we were looking for something else on the episode earlier. So Mike did pick up Henderson and start him. And unfortunately, by half a point, by half a point, got himself booted out of the guillotine league. It was he, half a point? Half a point. Ooh. Yeah, my oh, buddy by the Todd way, survived. It, it wasn't even the Henderson pick. It's at, I accidentally started Pickens over... Uh, 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 can't, can't even think of his name. Pittsburgh's running back. Najee? Najee Harris, yeah. I, I thought it was Brian Najee. Robinson. I had Brian Robinson as well. Yeah, but Either you one of those would have won. Of them. And would have won. But I accidentally, yeah. uh, I had Pickens in the game instead on accident as my wow. last flex spot. That, that was on hey. me. Even so. You, you, helped, you helped Todd celebrate his uh, two years of beating the crap out of cancer and getting to go back to work this week. I, I posted that on Facebook. <laughs> Shout out to my buddy Todd. Um, he listens go. to the, the show legend. all the time. Uh, Never kicked cancer's guy, but butt and got to return to his old job uh, the last two days here. Actually starting his route tomorrow uh, with the wonderful company Frito-Lay. Um, but uh, super excited for him. But he survives play another week, so I'll try and help him. But that does mean the, the guy that I didn't want to end up with, Christian McCaffrey, is getting him. Uh, he's so, winning that league, by the way. Yeah, he, he's going to win that league. You get C, um, he's getting CMC, and that yeah. that's over. It's over with the CMC rest of the carried games. me. Yep. Um. Well, I got a couple. I got a couple fantasy must starts before we get to the end of the episode. I know that this guy has not been on everybody's list, but I actually traded for him to this last week uh, for a reason. Um, and I got him in a trade where I was picking up King Henry. I mentioned the trade on the episode last week, but I got Najee Harris as an add-on to a trade that I was making. He is playing Green Bay at home this week in a nice sunny game. Um, and while we have long, uh, long told of our disdain for Matt Canada, um, Najee is probably going to find the end zone again. Green Bay surrendering red zone touchdowns to running backs uh, like most other defensive defenses have never tried to before. Um, and so I like Najee for a touchdown. Actually, I like Najee for 14 plus points this week. Um, he's going to get probably a couple catches that will help him get there. But I really like that matchup against Green Bay. Running backs have just torched Green Bay recently for points. I also picked up Najee because he has, count them, four green-lit games on the back end of uh, his schedule going into the playoffs, or starting uh, the week before playoffs start. Um, and so really do like Najee. If you can sneak him in as a flex uh, based on matchups, uh, maybe you've got a guy that's got some really bad matchups during the playoffs, he might be a good one to go get. And I have not said a lot of nice things about him, so not like I've been clanging the bell for that. Um, Fields is available to be picked up in about 35% of fantasy football leagues, and he is coming back this week and playing Carolina. A likely, it's a likely I saw today. He's going to uh, practice he, tomorrow, they said. He's, yeah, he's going to be a full participant tomorrow, has been limited so far. Uh, they will be super glad to put him back on the field, and he is playing at home against Carolina. Uh, if you can get him, get him, start him, get it done. Uh, that's a guy that you want on the squad this week and uh, potentially for some spot starts going forward, depending on your matchups. Uh, Jeter Downs is playing New England this week. 
Uh, he has been a Gardner Minshew favorite target. Uh, Patriots giving up significant points to the wide receiver position, especially in recent weeks. And I would absolutely recommend... I said Jeter Downs. I meant to say Josh Downs. I apologize. Derek Jeter, guys. It's, a thing. For it's the- a thing that I do. Um, he had a really rough matchup last week against Carolina, who surrenders uh, third fewest points uh, to receivers. But this dude had been double-digit monster since Gardner took over in week five uh, with 12.7, 10.621, 21, and a 10.7. Uh, you want to go get him right now and help yourself make a playoff run. He is greenlit, literally, uh, for the next three weeks. Takes a week off against uh, Cincinnati, and then got another green week uh, in the playoffs against Pittsburgh. So, Go get Josh Downs. He's available in almost 50% of leagues right now, um, depending on which uh, source you're using. I think right now he's about 35% of leagues in Yahoo. Um, But that is a pickup you should go make. If you have been paying attention to the Atlanta Falcons, you understand that they, for some reason, don't like to give the ball to Bajon Robinson, uh, which has paved the way uh, in certain matchups for last year's standout stud, uh, Mr. Tyler Algier, um, I'm gonna say Algier. it right. Why do I always get second guess it? You always it's tell me French, I'm wrong. You gotta go with the year. He had 10 points last week against Minnesota. I like him this week, especially against Arizona, uh, who has been abysmal against running backs. I also like him for late in the season. If you're looking for a stash player, uh, he could certainly be that. He is. He's taking on Carolina, Indy, and Chicago, uh, all absolutely horrible against the run in the last three weeks. In weeks 15, 16, and 17, uh, those are most uh, people's playoff weeks. Uh, and you should consider grabbing him this week for this spot start and then stashing him for a bit. I love all of those starts this week, uh, stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think of. I do want to hit on one thing that I think is absolutely stupid. Do not, mm. do not pick up Taysom Hill and start him at tight end, you idiots. This is a horrible idea. Okay, this guy is going to get a touchdown every once in a while. It's going to happen. And I understand he had three good weeks. So if you happen to start him against Jacksonville for some stupid reason when he got 14.8 points, and then you were like, oh, well, I'm just going to keep him running this, then you had a couple good weeks. He is not going to score anything consistently. He is not a mainstay in this offense. That's not how it works. Um, And he could be playing quarterback in two weeks. Who knows? Um, Jameson would probably love to see him play quarterback this week. Um, Hmm. But do not do it. Just strongly advise against it. Uh, There is a kicker on the waiver wire that you should consider uh, going and getting because of his schedule coming up. And that's the last thing I'll touch on. Riley Patterson who got 17 points against Vegas uh, for the Detroit Lions, has been on the cusp or hit double-digit points uh, since week two. Uh, you, uh, he did miss one game due to injury, but you want to go get him coming off a bye uh, against the Chargers. He'll probably be in that uh, eight, nine-point range. But then after that, green lit all the way through the playoffs, except for championship week, he's taken on Dallas. So and he is available in 80% of leagues right now. That is absolutely a guy that you need to go target and uh, would strongly, strongly encourage you to go get him. One defense that I like in terms of matchups uh, as I close out the segment uh, this week, genuinely think this is a good idea. Okay. We talked about the toilet bowl. 
Usually Thursday night football sucks. We all think Chicago's going to sweep this game, and I think they could do it potentially on both sides of the ball. If Justin Fields is playing because of the sustained drives that I think Chicago's going to get, I think their defense is absolutely worth a spot start against Carolina. Uh, Carolina's uh, got six fewest points against defenses. And Chicago has had uh, a couple of decent games as of recent. You'll remember they had a double-digit game against Washington uh, when they won 40-20. to 20. They had DJ a double-digit... the 50 points. Yep. He uh, Double-digit game. And that was a Thursday night game, by the way. Yes, it was. Uh, double-digit game against Minnesota. Uh, and then a double a 17-point game against Vegas. Um, they have the potential to score, and uh, their defense literally has the potential to score. Uh, just based on how they play and the way they blitz. So just take it for what it's worth. That could be a great spot start this weekend for you. That's what I got for you on some fantasy pickups, some do's and don'ts there. Um, you know, I improved to 9-0 this week, guys, in the A-League. Made an incredible trade. I'm looking for one receiver, and then I am done. Uh, my team is on lock. I do have to figure out what the heck I'm going to do at quarterback because Lamar's got a bye week coming still, and I don't have a backup on my team. But outside of that, I made still, a. I swept this week, phone. so just take I can, the last man. Don't even worry about to, it. Mike has seen my roster. I don't really want to let go of anyone. No, oh. no, you just take the loss that week and don't even worry about it. Yeah, bro. Mm, I don't know if I do that. <laughs> oh, so oh, boohoo! You'll be yep. nine and one. I hey, listen. Oh, that's me. No one's one. ever done it in the history of the A League, and I'm it's having not, a really good run. Don't my, get all caught wife, up in that. When it's about winning. Championship. I, to be honest, I'm probably going to let go. Of, I have Hubbard on this team. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. The one, that's the one guy I could drop. And I'd my, my wife looked at the trades that you did, and she's all like, does nobody in this league want to win against him at all this year? No. No, they do not, apparently. <laughs> but I do need to figure out what I'm doing, because I got I got that buy coming up in, what, a couple weeks? Oh, no, I guess it's... He, yeah, he's got one of those sucky ones. It's a week 13 buy. Yeah. Um, right so, before the playoffs. Right, yeah, and that, that which is really lame, but uh, I got to figure that one out. But other than that, I'm I'm locked in. I came back with a good, good, uh, good win in my my practice league this last week, and I got most of my guys through their bye weeks, so that should be solid. And then uh, my NFL dot com, I'm doing just dandy in. Uh, but yeah, I I think. Fantasy right now, um, you know, what I'm watching a ton of is is because of these bye weeks and where everybody's at, a lot more low scoring. I had the highest scoring team in the A-League this last week with 133 points. Um, I was kind of surprised at that. But then I remembered just how many good off- <clears throat> offenses were not playing this week. The Jaguars, the 49ers, um, you know, to, <clears throat> to name a couple, like were not on the field. So that made that makes a huge dent. Uh, in people's ability to score. So anyway, um, well as we're as we're wrapping up and calling it a week, uh, we hope you guys have an awesome, awesome weekend of football. I know the matchups don't look good uh, right now. Uh, is this Seattle's bye week? Where are you guys playing? We're playing the Commanders. Oh, you got the Commanders this week. Okay, we already had our bye. We had uh, the week five bye. That's right. That's right. Uh, Jameson, are 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 you crossing your fingers? Are you off this week? What's going on? I don't even know. Uh, let me let me double check here. I what? I've not even looked. You you don't. Oh, well, I mean, your team isn't playing that great, so I understand you don't have my current yeah, level of we, anxiety. We do we do have a buy. 
you are and then, we play, and then we play Seattle after that. Oh, it That's makes right. sense that you signed Wentz then this week. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Get him, get him game ready. So you are you taking you're playing Seattle? You playing at home? Uh, we yeah, are playing. It's not SoFi. Yeah, yeah, we're playing at SoFi. Not that it matters. Okay, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter a whole lot. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, just not, not playing at Seattle matters. Yeah. That's what I. Well, I mean, we at. beat them there. You know, no big deal. Yeah, uh, no, no bigs, no bigs. I just want well, to point out real quick for fantasy purposes. Um, Grant and Jamison are at risk of dropping out of the B League halfway through the season here. What? Well, no, I'm I throwing them under the bus here, I, Mike. I, I just Aren't beat. You? I just beat Jamison. Honestly, yeah, but you're still really bottom been, four. Uh, haven't really been looking. For? See these guys? Yeah, you got to know how to stay in the B League. You got to be right in the middle all the time, like me. <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying to do, and I should have. If Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Damian Pierce weren't just straight up bums for the first like, <laughs> did I get my first week win till like week hey. four? Like I went one, I started one and three. Okay, but if you're rocking that combo, you got to be feeling pretty good. Pretty good right now. Yeah. I'm four and five right now. But your but your stretch you have coming is pretty nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I'm excited. And, I'm, play, everybody out there. and yes. I'm playing against someone who has Jalen Hurts and Tyree Kill on a bye. Oh, you so, so there's a good chance I can. I've even set my roster, and I got a 77 percent chance. He hasn't set his either, but I have dodged some major bullets there yeah. in terms of facing Tyree Kill and Jalen Hurts. That's Love funny. talking to you guys. You man. All we'll right, bye. Next week, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week, and we will see. Or we will talk at everybody next week. Hopefully, after a great weekend of football, much love, everybody. We all go check out, out that website. You guys oh my gosh! Yourselves. Go to New York Times and find it right now. All right, bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>